Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. The feeling of, of being there, of walking the streets of the future, is really going to be breathtaking. You're breathtaking. <laughs> You're breathtaking. You're all breathtaking. I love you, Mockney. Bye, Jimmy. Here we go! Welcome everyone to Wonder Souls E3 Spectacular. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to not only my thoughts on this year's E3 conference, but my good friend Mike. Say hello, Mike. Hello, everyone. I'm Mike. <laughs> if, you, if you guys have heard anything from Wonder Soul uh, previously, you guys know Mike. He's been on Wonder Talk, Wonder News. Uh, me and him are both big fans of video games, and we are assuming that you guys are too listening. Yeah. And uh, E3 is pretty much wrapping up. I mean, for the so, most part. For the uh, most part. The day, today, while we're recording, they just wrapped up the uh, Treehouse Live okay. for Nintendo. For Nintendo. So uh, we, we got a ton of news out of that too. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna talk with you guys pretty much about. You know what our impressions and opinions are about what we saw and heard uh, from this year's conference. Um, if we forget to mention anything, everybody, um, sorry, but there was a lot to cover. There's a lot of new releases and so many things that are happening in the gaming world that we are just excited to talk about. So we'll try to cover it all, but please. So for, many juicy headlines that we so many just drop an episode on each one of them. Exactly. So just try and be patient with us. Exactly. Please. This might be a little bit longer episode, but um, it's just because we want to cover as much as we can. So, right. um, so I guess what we'll do is we'll go ahead and get started. Um, and Mike, what, what what would you like to start off with, man? Uh, it's better to start off with the worst, right? And oh, yes. Yeah, let's, let's build it up, man. Yeah, yeah, let's don't waste it all right out of the gap. So nobody cares about Google and what they're doing with the uh, Google Stadia, but uh, we did get a couple <laughs> of, you know, extra details about uh, what the subscription is. Okay. And yes, we know it's a subscription now. Uh, it's going to be for like $10 a month. Uh, and they also released a Founders Bundle that you can pre-order now if you <laughs> really want to risk yeah, that. Yeah, if you really want one. It's a, that's a big risk. Uh, it's going to be $130 for that Founders Bundle, but with that, you get this limited edition black controller hmm. that you cannot get with uh, the regular, uh, regular state. pre-order bonus. Yeah, it's a pre-order bonus. And, um, you know, it's both a subscription, but also you can actually just buy the games and play them. Okay. okay. Yeah, so... Individually. Gotcha. Yeah, you can literally just have Google Stadia on your system for free, on your laptop or your phone or whatever. As long as you have a decent, like, internet connection, you shouldn't have any issues or anything mm -hmm. like that, but you have to consider that the world is still kind of not ready for that. Yeah, either. and we and we, we got to talk about the Stadia in uh, the last episode of Wonder News. Mm -hmm. um, so they didn't really announce too much more, but I think it's still interesting that 
they're doing something like this. It seemed like, I don't know if I was the only one, I'm sure you picked up on this, man. Like the trend moving into the next generation seems the to be like age. the digital streaming of gaming and, and games as a service. It, it seems like every company is starting their own little like uh, Xbox Game Pass type thing. Yeah. Um, so what, what do you think about that now seeing what was announced, does it make you feel like the Stadia is a, a good front runner because that's its focus? Or I, I like the idea of what Stadia is doing. Yeah. It's, it's really uh, very forethought. Yeah, like, it's ahead of its time. Thinking, yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's very much ahead of its time. I don't think that the world is like exactly ready for that. But a, a handful of games did get like uh, name drop. Okay, that's gonna be on the uh, Stadia. Uh, we know for a fact that um, I believe Doom. Doom, okay. okay. I think Doom is supposed to be announced for that, but uh, they did it on the uh, press conferences for like EA. Uh, they said that was going to have something. And I believe um, Ubisoft or Bethesda, one of the two, yeah. they mentioned they're going to have some things. And yeah, and you're starting to see their logo on uh, all the posters and announcements <laughs> for games. Like Avengers right. even had a Stadia logo on it. So it's going to be on, uh, you know, oh, on yeah. that too. That's right. Yeah. Now, the thing is, um, I don't know, man. Like, the way I see Stadia going is really going to be more like for multiplayer kind of thing. Yeah. I really do. Because they, they have an ambition here. And it's, it's going to be pretty cool seeing what they can do. Mm-hmm. And uh, seeing what they can pull off with uh, the different speeds of the internet and everything. They said it's going to be like the highest speed is like 35 megabits per second and you can get 4k resolution okay and that that's a big that's a big jump you know yeah 35 megabits per second ain't much for real when you think about it no it's not but let me ask you this man uh regardless of your speed or connection do you think the stadia is going to be a console replacer or do you think it's going to be a second hand on the go like say you don't have a switch and you have a PlayStation or Xbox, and you want that on on the go experience that's not mobile on your smartphone. Do you pick Possibly. up a Stadia? Possibly, I think Stadia is gonna be like the Netflix for Ooh. video games. Okay. In a sense, um, not saying that it's gonna completely just get rid of consoles altogether. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like consoles are still gonna be here for a little bit longer. Yeah. Before any of that happens, but I do see things um, that have come across like you have to think about the other factors that are at play and what other things that we are already just paying for. Right. Right. Like, let alone we're paying $60 or $100 just to have a decent internet setup, to have the right kind of internet speed so we can even play these games. Yeah. You have to think about that. And then on top of that, we have the phone bills and all this. And phone bills, data usage, is still like five bucks just for me to get like another two gigabytes of high speed data. Yeah, a lot of our money goes towards just being online. And like in this day and age, two gigabytes goes like yeah, that, you know? Yeah. yeah, it's almost like you need a, a really good connection, a really good data plan, or right. you're not gonna be able to really enjoy streaming games, playing games, streaming movies, all that stuff. And people are paying over a hundred dollars just for Easily. their phone bills all Easily. the time. Yeah. Constantly. I mean, but like the thing with Stadia that I think that they're trying to do is uh, do you see a future of gaming where there's not dedicated devices like a console where it's just like these games can now be played on all devices like just just your TV or just your smartphone but it, you don't need a PlayStation an Xbox like an actual setup it's just like an app now a service that you can just use the internet 
to stream. And maybe you can buy it like accessories, like a controller. That stuff does know? get expensive. Oh yeah, yeah, they did um mention that you can actually use like third party controllers. Oh okay. So that okay. is something that's really cool. You know, so you can use. I believe you can synchronize like your Switch controller okay. or like a Xbox controller, obviously, and your PlayStation controllers if you have them. Yeah. To, uh, the what's it called? But I mean, it's a pretty good ambition. Man. Yeah, it's man. Pretty- I it just didn't seem like when you were talking about it during the Wonder News episode. It was just the the point that you made was that they didn't really do too much to sell the right. the idea as much as just just saying that hey, this is happening. But after everything else we've heard yeah. from E3, yeah, this this bit. was not really this was a whisper, really. And Honestly, uh, and like this whole group of things that's just happening. Yeah, you know, you got the next generation, and it's just rapidly coming. And, and you're gonna see these risks are being taken by these companies trying to find what's the next thing, and the, and this whole digital streaming market it's the is time to take risks. Now. Yeah, it's it is very much the time to take risks because. Technology is ever growing faster, you know, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of big stuff that's just coming up and it's hitting you before you even know it. Right. Like in a couple of years, we're going to see 8K televisions and that's going to be the new mainstream thing. And people are going to say that 4K looks like garbage. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to think with that. We got to deal with that kind of stuff. And that that's like thousand dollar TVs and yeah. all this stuff. So if you're very enthusiastic about your technology, you've been warned. Well, let me ask you while we're on the topic of Stadia, I guess, uh, just some of the trends of gaming moving forward. Um, it seemed like there was a lot of stuff being announced for 2020. Um, are you more excited about what's around the corner overall without going into detail? Um, you know, in 2019, what we got left uh, throughout the summer and the fall and holidays. I'm more obsessed about how my wallet is going to end mm. just by, you know, the end of this month. Honestly. Yeah. Because there's <laughs> men, like if we go on further, we we got a ton to talk about with like Super Mario Maker that's yeah. coming out later on this month. I believe on like the 28th. On top of that, we got Crash Team Racing that's coming out in like another five or six days. Oh wow! So I mean, there's From it now, seemed like there was a lot coming out this year still, but the focus is heavily on the next generation, which is not really happening until 2020. You know, so I want to say 2021, but more than likely it's going to be. 2021. Yeah, yeah. The official might be 2020, but it won't really pick up until right. the, the, yeah. So a couple years from now. So, but yeah, I mean, to move on from Stadia, what what did you guys think about everything that Google Stadia was, uh, you know, announced over the conference and even before then? Yeah. You know what they brought up and uh, are you are you going to buy it? Are you interested in a service or, a, you know, a the, platform like that? The best way I would say doing so, you could either get like a little cheap game or something like that, see how good it runs on there. True. Or you could buy that month subscription for like $10, you know. $10 yeah. ain't bad. It's not, but when you have five $10 subscriptions going on, you know, when you, yeah, when it, you it's going it to start adding up. But I would say just try the subscription for like a month and yeah. then just drop it if you don't like it. Yeah, if it's not working out, then just get rid of it and move on to something better. Because there's a lot of other options out there, obviously. But It's a good idea what Google's doing. Yeah. And, I, and, and I do see it like coming out and around in the far future. Yeah, and, it, and you know, we could be just seeing the early access right. vibes of it. And it, it could evolve and add different features over time. So, you know, only time will tell, but... 
Yeah. I, I mean, I'm interested, but I don't think I'm going to get it day one or anything like that. Oh, either. definitely not. Not so, day one. Uh, yeah. Wait for something. They they need exclusives or something. Yeah. They need to have somebody that's going to have them. Like, Want to buy that. Kind of game. Yeah. It's time again. Yeah, because um, it does help if you are enthusiastic on the internet and you really don't really have that many gaming systems. Yeah. Yeah, and that's um, what I think it's appealing to is that mobile gaming market. I think market. it really is appealing yeah. to the mobile gaming market. It, yeah. it's, pl- it's, it's appealing to the Fortnite players. Yeah, basically. of course. The Android owners. I mean, really, like the Google. Android owners. They, they want that Pixel they benefit owners. off of that the best. Oh, for sure. Um, well, let's move on, I guess. Like uh, like we said, just you guys let us know what you guys thought of the Google Stadia and right. if, you, uh, if you are going to get it and if you're not, why? So, you know. Let's jump into EA. Oh, man. All right, let's do it. EA is just... Nothing happened at EA. Let's continue. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Might Uh, as well, dude. We probably shouldn't give EA too much, like, attention and press, because they're kind of the villains of gaming Really, yes. Yes, really. Um, Because, (laughs) I mean, at the end of the day, they don't even give Nintendo the time of day, but even Microsoft gives Nintendo the time of day. And we'll talk about that later on, because I know I got some of those fans out there that really love like what happened during this E3 oh yeah especially with Microsoft and Nintendo yes yeah that's the juicy part that is the juiciest part Um, I guess EA just basically talked I know that they probably talked about Madden I didn't really pay attention to him to be honest man ain't nothing special Um, you know this is always just the same crap they drop every year now they did talk about the Star Wars game Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order yeah which looks dope it looks dope but it still needs work it reminds me of what's that, uh, Force Unleashed. It just looks like a better updated graphics version of that. It looks like updated graphics, but lesser good combat. Yo, I think this is... Forget EA. No, no. We're not going to move on that quick. But I want to mention this because I th- I saw this trend. Now, you guys <clears throat> listening and Mike, man, I want, you, I want everyone's opinion, okay? Is there a trend in gaming where you get these actual actors and put them in games now? Because that's like in a lot of games that dude that plays the main character is the dude from like gotham and shameless and uh uh, we had uh the dude that plays punisher he's in the division game or the tom clancy game then we got death stranding yeah man like all Uh, these ghost recon has uh john what's his name um yeah the guy that plays punisher Punisher. uh but uh starts with a b (laughs) um then you have uh, Keanu Reeves. He's, Keanu Reeves is in Cyberpunk. He's in Cyberpunk now. Cyberpunk 2077. <clears throat> yeah. That was a big deal. I think it all started back with like um like the, the games where they're like the choose your fate kind of games. Oh, okay. Like okay. the immersion type of games. Like uh, Heavy Rain. Beyond oh yeah, where it's kind of like Ella a cinematic. Page, Ella Page sort of coined that thing. Yeah. You know, she, she kind of coined it for that because that was like her actual like actress and everything mm-hmm. and it kind of carried over into like last of us and all yeah you see that a lot more like i wonder how much they get paid compared to like if they did a role <clears throat> in a movie or something it's pretty much voice acting right i mean they do but they do yeah. like the visual sc- or the the physical scans they on their body, the body suits yeah, they movie. own a version of keanu reeves like in a digital world now oh my god it, it's kind of weird but i think it's cool but i also like don't want those actors being 
like memorable characters in games that sound <clears throat> bad. I want original characters that are were created through people's imagination, not like oh, remember when Keanu Reeves was in Cyberpunk? I think it's kind of better this way at the same time. Too. Really? Yeah, because well, remember, state like, your case, Mike. Remember when Lindsay Lohan tried to say that was her on the Grand Theft Auto cover? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five cover? Yeah. Yeah. And GTA Five. Her I, likeness. I think it was like when it first dropped, or sometime after. She tried to sue Rockstar. She tried to sue Rockstar. Wow. Saying that it was her that was on the cover and that she should be paid for that. Because wow. she took a picture and had, like, the same red outfit, bikini on. So how much, I wonder, would they pay? You know, like, that's the thing, like, real quick, like, all, all my NCAA football fans, that was the big reason for those games not being a thing Definitely. anymore, is the likeness. The graphics started getting to a point where it's like, you cannot tell me that's not me. Yeah, and I, I should be getting some money out of that. And these are college athletes, and that's a whole other topic. But the likeness of real people being used in video games a lot more, and you're seeing it in movies a lot, like the de-aging or bringing people you know that aren't alive anymore yeah, and putting them in movies and stuff. It's kind of getting a little weird, but I saw that a lot in, in these games, and I don't know how people feel. Like if Link was an actual actor, you know, like would that change the way you – Felt about that memorable character, That's you know. Something that I just wouldn't want. You know, I just want. Exactly. So there, there's a time and a place. Yeah, and de definitely not with Zelda. Yeah, <laughs> like don't do that. Yeah, I. You guys, let me know what you guys think about that. Is there a trend of like these actors and actresses like really being in these games, not just voicing them? Like that looks like Keanu Reeves. That is Keanu Reeves. So, um, I mean, it's not the first time Keanu Reeves been in a video game, though. Are we, are we just talking about the Matrix. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about the movie, like. It, there was games. Oh yeah, like Enter the Matrix. I think. Some other game. There was there was two Matrix Matrix games. Was there? Yeah, and which I makes sense. Both like modeled after Keanu Reeves. Huh. Um. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, jumping back onto uh, the Star Wars thing, that's pretty much the biggest thing that came out of EA's yeah. press conference. There wasn't nothing else that was really interesting. Uh, all they, uh, the only thing they really talked about was the Apex Legends and Anthem. But I think people are burned out on Everybody's burned out on yeah. EA. Nobody cares about EA. Well, it's like, you know... EA just gets their money from, like, you know, micro microtransactions yeah. out of, like, Did they talk about Anthem? Sports games and all that. Um... Because yeah, it seemed like... It, did they? Because Anthem seems like it's just, like, dead. Really, it is. It is. That's sad, though. It, it is. That's why it's, like, hard to, you know, don't get hyped up because last E3, they were showing Anthem, right? Yeah. And now it's like, oh, yeah, that never happened, really. I think all the Anthem people are going to Avengers. Ooh. Well, well, I mean, good, but I think all the Anthem people, like, are also previously destiny players they are and they so are they're probably destiny. just going back to destiny too they're going to destiny but most importantly they're going to warframe oh warframe which is free to play warframe which is free yes 399 i can't believe not that many people know about it and it's a fun game yeah it's actually it's really good so um it's it just sucks man that's why i told people before e3 like i get excited like you get excited yeah. We're, if you are a fan of video games this is like christmas i mean it's like that time of year right there's no other time of year like nobody cares about santa claus give me, e3, <laughs> man. Give me like what's going to be coming out what's going to be underneath the christmas tree which is these games because a lot of the big blockbusters come out in the holiday season but you know i'm just it's it's the anticipation yeah where most of the fun is when the game comes out 
that's a whole nother story. Yeah. It's an experience it's in thought. itself. Yeah. But seeing what those developers can create mm-hmm. and all the different types of things that you see coming mm-hmm. out of E3 and out of the press conferences, best and worst moments, you know, yeah. the best and the worst cringy, cringy moments. moments. Yeah. All of that, that's just a whole nother experience. Yeah. It's a competition. It's, it's really fun. It's very much a competition. Yeah. And we would like to let you know that Nintendo totally won. Totally this won. This is no spoiler. Look, guys. Square it, Enix came hard second. Like, yeah. a real good second. Okay. Okay. But Nintendo. Yeah, they were, they they were top. It, man. They hit it top right tier. on the head, man. Everybody yeah. was watching. It was like, we know you're going to do it, but when are you going to say it? And they you didn't know? even really focus on... We'll get into that. We'll get into that real quick. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, it just seems like it's fun to get hype. But this remember examples like Anthem that are now dead in the water. Right. But everybody was like, oh, they were showing the, the, the cinematic or the gameplay footage last just last year. And now, like, they're not even talking about it. It's like, oh, exactly. yeah, that never happened. Um, Anthem is a gorgeous game, though. I it is. I, and I feel lie. bad for if you are a day one Anthem buyer and you, and you were really excited that. for that game. I really do feel bad. I feel for you because we've all been excited for something, hyped for something, and been disappointed. And that's a shitty feeling. And we shouldn't wish that on anybody, no matter how bad we freaking don't care about EA. Yeah. They still need to do their, their job and make actual <laughs> good games. So... Uh, I don't have anything other than, you know, the Star Wars game I am interested in because I'm a Star Wars fan. Yeah, it did look good it looked for what good. it was, but... It's like, I don't care what's happening. Like, I, they're doing this whole, like, what happened after Episode 3, and there's that guy from Rogue... Uh, what was it, Rogue One? Um, the guy... Uh, you know who I'm talking about. I think so. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like a character in the game. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm it wasn't just Forrest Whitaker though. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, that's him. No, oh, that's what... oh, you don't think that was him, him? No, I don't think that was Forrest Whitaker. Oh, uh, that's creepy. <laughs> they just they, I See, guess if they had the eye a little bit, I probably Yeah. Like, okay, that's totally Forrest because he got the eye. But no. I'll have to relook at the footage and, <laughs> and pay more attention, but No, I think the, the aesthetic was a bit more cartoonish. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Like, it's like his likeness, but it's not really him. No. I got you. Um, yeah, man. But other than that, I don't I don't really think of anything else about E... I was going to say E3, but EA. EA, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else pop out before we move on and leave EA in the in the dirt? Bye, EA. Um, okay, so let's move into Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft, no, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. They, they weren't... Uh, they weren't the worst. They wasn't bad at all. They really. started off like before everybody else talked, everybody was saying good things about Microsoft's conference. They're like, oh, okay, cool. I was really, I my was expectations good. were a bit more higher for what Microsoft had Me to too. offer. But in the end, they kind of did leave us off on a lackluster note. Well, now that you, you texted me after that, I think during that day, and you told me basically the same thing you just said. And, yeah. and I didn't think about it right then until you said it. So. It was like, hey, last year you guys basically came out on stage and said, yeah, we fucked up this this generation. We're, yeah. we're losing right now, but we're giving you Xbox Game Pass. Play all these games, whatever. But look, we're buying all these studios, and hey, don't worry. Next time, we got you. We do see the, 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 like, the fruits of what they bear. We're starting to. We are starting to see that. But it wasn't like, whoa, like I thought it was going to be. They, they bought even more this developers. Year? Yes. Who? A big one, actually. Uh, the Psychonauts Don't 2 not. guys? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. 
Psychonauts 2 is now totally just an Xbox exclusive, I think. I don't think it's coming to the other systems. I think it's just more or less like a I think, exclusive. man, I think it's just these companies aren't really getting exclusive. They're just going, all right, now we get to choose who gets to play with these toys. Like, yeah. th- like they could just keep them. But when it's not made, like an exclusive to me is like Nintendo made uh-huh. Mario. That's an exclusive. Microsoft didn't make... They really don't have you know, original things. They don't have original things. They just have been buying other people's original stuff and saying only Halo we can play. Original, for real, for real. Yeah, that's Bungie's stuff, yeah. really. I don't know how that relationship started or if Bungie was like sponsored and created by Microsoft in yeah. some way. We'll have to look. I think, if you I think guys it was know, a, let us know. a lady that wrote Halo. Okay. It was a la- it originally was like something that had to do with the writing. Huh. And then, like, they turn it into a video game or something like that. I don't know. I got to do my research. Yeah, we'll have to. But, I mean, this year just didn't <laughs> seem like, okay, they are still kind of buttering us up for this next generation. And, and they are like, oh, I wish we had a little bit more time. Oh, Microsoft, I mean, they could drop anything at any moment. They could drop any kind of big bone. Um, but, really, they, they did leave a lot to be desired with this press conference. Most of the trailers that they had shown or nothing but just like CGI trailers and nobody wants to see a CGI. We want gameplay through and through. Yeah. Mostly. Um, I do like what they did have. Their presentation was like one of the better live presentations out of all of them um, because they didn't have as much padding, you know, for the most part. Uh, I, I did like how like Phil came out and everything and mm-hmm. like he would talk for like a little bit and only for like seconds. It wasn't like five minutes of just straight up just like blabbering on about like, oh yeah, we got all this and that. And yeah, it was, it was more action, less talking. Yeah, it was more action, less talking. Um, <clears throat> And he did tease a little bit about the next Xbox and everything. Yeah, Project Scarlet. And we all we got was just like a, a little video that just said that, oh yeah, we're gonna be able to pull up to about like 120 frames per second in gameplay and 90 hertz and i hate it i hate those videos bro i I hate hate those those. teasers it's just the people that are show me the specs man yeah show me a a box or something something, man (laughs) give me the controller if they had the controller that would have been all right that would have been a good e3 for them yeah they just had the controller but But they, they did have the they did have like the the ips and stuff well, and they showed the the Elite Controller Series 2. Right. Which I'm like, you guys already I don't know. robbed people of $150. Yeah, nobody's asking for that, man. You're just like, hey, <laughs> here's this again, they and it's super just expensive. That for the next generation. Yeah, honestly. that should just be the default kind of, or it should take. The only people like, I can see buying specs from is like PC gamers. Yeah. That's really Me and you and most casual gamers, and I, I won't even go as far as saying casual. It's just like, who is that really appealing to? Like, who are you, like, just, like, pro gamers? Not even a PC gamer would even try and yeah. do that for real, though. Because PC gamers, the way they it didn't look too much different. All the way, it's either you are or you aren't can mouse and keyboard. Did it look any different to you than the first one? Like, mm. just from the video that we saw? I mean, slightly. I mean, the, the grips are, like, a rubber. Oh, okay. I think. All right. And then they had, like, a... Something else new about it, but it wasn't really it wasn't nothing remarkable crazy. Uh, other than, oh yeah, uh, the input. They had this little traction thing where you can like adjust how much uh, the triggers oh, okay. move and everything like that. They did have a couple of little things, but it's more like internal designs than it is external. 
Yeah. For the most part, that's really all. But it wasn't like we wanted to see next gen stuff. It felt like they were going to come out going, hey, here's all the games, and oh, by the way, this is what you'll play it on. You know, like this is at least the concept. I mean, why would it hurt to. But you know what it reminded me of, man? It reminded me of Project Scorpio. Reminded me yeah. exactly like that. It was a teaser where you had these guys and girls on there going, "Hey, we we're making the most powerful console ever." It's like, of course, because <laughs> why would you say, "Hey, we at Microsoft we realize that going backwards is going forward." So this console coming out is weaker than the Xbox 360, and we are excited to bring you. You know, of yeah. course it's going to be stronger, and it's just like they're like cloud-based gaming, no load times. Um, it's just going to be a really powerful system. And it's like okay, that's you're that's buttering cool. Buttering me up, but you're not really. You're not me showing plate, me anything. Man. You're not doing anything. Like Google Stadia in the next gen Google of anything Stadia is the same way. They yeah. all talk, man. You're just telling me all these like bar graphs and all these charts and numbers. I want to see like what I'm actually buying and why I'm buying. I want to see those numbers being used. Yes, like you're just saying about cinematic trailers and gameplay yeah, footage. Yeah, nobody wants to see that. Nobody yeah. wants to hear that. Nobody wants to. That's hear not what you. I'm buying. <laughs> I want to see the actual thing. I want to see it with like Phil Spencer holding it up, pulling it out of his jacket like he's yeah. Iwata or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, man. The next gen for PlayStation and Microsoft seem to be going in similar directions. Yes. Uh, it's all about no, less load times, more immersion is the words they were using, and cloud-based streaming and gaming and I stuff. like how Microsoft is doing business. Like, on the business side of things, yeah. they are really doing really good, man. Well, well, in what way? Like, the Game Pass is... is... Yes, um, in a sense, but, you know, they got deals with, like, both Sony and Nintendo. Oh, really? Yeah, on like X Cloud and all of this. So man. they're kind of playing everybody. <laughs> they dipping their toes in every pool, man. But maybe they have to, bro, right? They have to. Because they're because, losing. Yeah. So they're kind of like, hey, man, we'll give you this if you, you know, cut us a break they here. They an olive branch. Yeah. Uh, the way I can see it going, though, uh, if I were to decide between, like, what's the next system I'm going to get, that isn't obviously a Nintendo system right, right, because right, both right. of us we're gonna get the next yeah, Nintendo yeah. system obviously. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm leaning more towards Xbox right now. Me too. I, and I weirdly, really am. I am even after this Project Scarlet because uh, I, I do see more of what's coming up for Microsoft than I do for Sony. Sony they did have their specs for the next the PS5 being mm-hmm. revealed. Um, they got leaked and it was official. Uh, but you know, I mean. We still haven't really gotten any concrete yeah. evidence. Uh, and what are they going to totally sell me on, really? I mean, the only thing that I actually got the PS4 for was because I called it cheap once. Yeah. One. Um, Can't pass up a good deal. No. And <laughs> on top of that, I play a lot of Japanese games. Yeah. A lot of those Japanese games, they go straight to the Sony. PlayStation. Yeah. <clears throat> and now that the Switch is on the market, it's kind of like, it's I kind guess. of it's kind of giving you a cure for that itch, though. Yeah, you know, and with how Sony do with uh, Japanese games a lot, they censor a lot of crap. Yeah, and when those Japanese publishers they put them on the Switch, they're not. So yeah, it's kind of like you know, you're starting kind of like oh, I could do without this. I don't yeah. need what like, it's. I, I could see myself getting both of them. Yeah, Maybe later down the line, I'll get like the PlayStation Five. 
But right now, I'm trying to watch and see what Microsoft is doing next. I'll tell you, man, my strategy, or at least my way of thinking, because I agree with you. Yeah. But I think there's benefits that come with losing. So with losing yeah. this generation, it's giving Xbox, Microsoft, all those involved, all this time to plan ahead and, really to, and to correct and to think about what the next generation should be and could be. Instead, you have PlayStation on one hand, um, they're winning. So they have to continuously focus on this generation as much as they, because they're, they're winning. Now, the way I see things going yeah. next year, I think Microsoft is actually going to come out with something bigger than what they showed this year. Yeah, I think they're like kind a of... better uh, presentation yeah. is going to be just a big blowout. I think so. So this was the teaser, <clears throat> next year's the trailer. Yes. Yeah, you know, and, and that's going to be exciting. But, you know, I think we're just kind of getting ready because these released in, what, 2013? Right. And now we're in 2019. So it's about seven years of playing on either Xbox One, uh, yeah, Wii U switch or uh playstation 4 so i think we're kind of ready for that and i think that was the thing i was ready to see all the games that they had invested in with these studios and you get some you know we're going to get a new halo that's going to be an exclusive uh you know day one which they need um right. for this i don't think it's going to be called project Scar uh, scarlet you oh know? god no, no no it's not uh and honestly it was kind of pointless to have the sad xbox the yeah. discless drive xbox yeah it was i wonder if they were testing the market though they're yeah. like let's see they tested the market at the wrong time that's what i think because how many consoles of the x how many versions of the xbox one are there the one there's the, the fat boy model the, the s, s the x, x and now this and now s this, so like four yeah that's too many bro I think that they need to get away from the cell phone strat in the next generation where you got to give me enough to just last me. Just give me, if you just had like exchangeable the fat parts boy and the X, mm -hmm. and then yeah, exchangeable parts would be perfect. Perfect. That Especially for the type of market that Xbox has, the type of market Microsoft Yeah, they're the is, PC people. They're man. the PC people. Just a peg below the PC people. Just give us like something that we can, uh, you know, upgrade on our own, and it's our choice. Like right. you know, or we Take can out the graphics card. Yeah, upgrade yeah. the graphics. Just keep like the, the system, the visual, the same. Change out the fans. Yeah, yeah. That's it, man. That's all it took, man. Or like they're doing with the Xbox Elite controllers. Like here's this. If you're a pro gamer, I guess, quote unquote. Now the thing is about those Elite controllers. I've been told like they are pretty bad quality for their price yeah so because i can understand why they wanted to put out a revision but at the same time it's like you waited too long it's to too late now no who's gonna buy an expensive ass controller for a system that you know okay granted i think the game pass yeah is an awesome thing and it's now what available on pc and other things so i think that's another strat that they're moving towards now unless that that elite controller mm -hmm. is actually going to be usable on the next generation Xbox. Oh, it's got to be, bro. It, it has to be by default. One of the things that you always have to give uh, Nintendo credit for mm -hmm. is their fact of, or their at least their ability to reuse controllers and and bring back backwards compatibility and, and give you GameCube one. Yes, yes. That's really all we talk about for real. Yeah, because we haven't they got like a sixty-four. Huh? They did it with the Wii Remote. Oh, okay. To a degree, if you had like a Wii Motion Plus inside, that's right. You could do it with the Wii Remote, and um, uh, what else did they do it with? I think uh, 
No, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, but think about it like this. You, you don't can really, even use your 3DS on certain games. Well, you don't get that same thing from Microsoft. No. Sony, you do in some ways because their controllers rarely like change up too drastically. Yeah. I do not like the PlayStation 4 controller. I think the light and the touchpad are unnecessary. Kill my battery too long. Oh, or, or too quick, I mean. And and I hate that. And it's unnecessary. None of the developers use that shit for anything. So, no. um, so yeah. So, I, overall, Microsoft wasn't bad. It was kind of underwhelming the more I let it process, man. Um, they did have... It, it, that's when Cyberpunk came out, though, right? Yes. Uh, Cyberpunk was one of the bigger deals that came around for Microsoft's press conference. They had uh, Keanu Reeves teased in the game to be one of the more important characters which is completely just like stopped the whole world is he a good guy or a bad guy that's the question and he looks like some kind of anti-hero the way he was talking and the way he was just doing things that's what that's that's the vibe i i got yeah 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 i don't think they're gonna just have like keanu reeves pop up in the game for like a couple hours and then you're done (laughs) yeah and then come out to e3 and like right yeah he had a man come out to e3 he's a whole dude coming out there Everybody's happy to see John Wick. Man, Keanu Reeves, man, I'm fired though. <laughs> you, uh... One thing about oh, Keanu yeah. Reeves, though, man, all these younger generation kids are calling him the Fortnite guy because he looks like the John Wick skin from he Fortnite. Is the John Wick yeah, I know, skin. but, like, that's what they associate oh, Keanu Reeves with more than, like, The Matrix or anything else that this man's done. Let's, let's just keep going, man. I don't want to think about But that. it was cool. They had that little breathtaking moment. I thought that was oh, fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got to mention that real quick. But, yeah. Man, that was that was really just a shock, man. Everybody, I was like, when I first watched it and everything, I was just like, oh, huh. What? Keanu Reeves? Wait what? what? Why is like, Keanu Reeves yeah. becoming so popular again, though, man? Like, real quick. I think after John Wick, man. John Wick's been killing it. Keanu Reeves is like the 21st century version of Chuck Norris now. Okay. I could see that, yeah. He kind of sort of is. He's like that subtle, strong, like, you know. That little bitty effort. Yeah. But it does so much. It goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. And so now he's like featured on all these like movies and shows and everything like that. He's He's embraced geek culture too, man. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's yes, like, oh, I'll be part of the video game. Bill and Ted is uh, three is coming out. Yeah. So like he, yeah, dude, he's he's killing it, man. He took he's a minute. Doing good, bro. Um. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh. But yeah, like I'm excited for I mean, Cyberpunk, man. He, he's been on a hiatus for real. He has, man. He's been on a hiatus for like ten years. Since Matrix, he was like, I'm done. Yeah. And and Matrix shouldn't. Oh my god, we're gonna go off top. Like, <laughs> but Matrix should not have been a trilogy. Everyone, you know, don't at me. The first one was good enough. Um, Everybody, what's your favorite Keanu Reeves movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Mine's was like Hardball. Really? Yeah. Uh, Mine's Speed. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Uh, probably The Matrix, man. I know that's Matrix, like probably a generic answer. Matrix is awesome. I love The Matrix, though, and I love the story and everything. Correct. Um, so, yeah, but it was cool, man. Oh, and John Wick, I mean, that's a close second. You know, those movies... I. I think they're just enjoyable. They're unique, full of action, just mm-hmm. crazy. So it's but, cool uh, to see him in a game, dude. I mean, but yeah. it's also weird because it's Keanu Reeves. It's not him <laughs> voicing somebody. It is actually him in this world. And, you know, that just shows where graphics are right now, man. Definitely. The worlds that they're creating now are going to be beyond our belief here in the I'm next generation. You, I'm, I'm calling it right Call now. It. Call it. Before long, we are going to see 
like video games being at the Oscars. That's crazy, man. That's like, true, though. It's so, like, but there's gonna true. be resistance, just like how they are right now with Netflix and streaming services and their original content. Like these <laughs> stories that we're getting out of, uh, uh, I know our passions and interests as far as geek culture, right. anime, video games, superhero films. We're getting some top quality actors, writers, directors, producers, developers. These people are putting their hearts and souls in, in into these products, and it's pretty it, much just a know, golden age for it is just like creators. Overall. Yeah, it's a new digital renaissance, bro. And we're living in it. And I think we need to like really just go. Let's just stay ah, this is nice. But you know, with that come flaws and mistakes and, and trial and error, and that's what we experienced too. Like Microsoft Xbox One. I mean, if you guys are a hardcore Microsoft Xbox fanboy, whatever you want to call it, I don't even like to use that term. But I bought an Xbox One when it first came out. I bought oh, you that. Did? Yeah, that was. I didn't pick PS4. I didn't do anything Nintendo. Five hundred dollars. I did when it first came out, and I was so excited, man. But. It just came to a point where it was like there was really. nothing coming. There and was I was nothing. tired of hearing all my PlayStation buddies telling me about all the PlayStation games they were playing. And this is before the Switch. And, you know, <clears throat> now we have the Switch. So, look, I mean, I'm, if you're having fun with your Xbox, I know some people that still play a lot, a lot, you know, and stream on Mixer and stuff like that. Mixer is a cool streaming platform, man. Right. Um, I think the future's bright, man. And I think they're, they're just playing their cards. I think the competitions in this like we don't know what the other guys are doing we don't want to give up all of our cards so they get any ideas because we still got enough time to do some things because like honestly not uh, not to segue unless you want to like the avengers mm. what we saw from that like people were kind of judging the graphics and i was like hold up man remember injustice 2 like look at that when it look at the footage and stuff from e3 and yeah. then look at what actually came out they have 11 months to, to touch that up. They're not Expectations finished. Expectations versus yeah, reality. Exactly. Happens with, it happened with Watch Dogs. It happened yep. with The Division. Yep. And all we can, of that. We can talk about all that. You want to just go into... To, well, I mean, there's still some other things that okay. we do have to bring up real quick. Yeah, let's, and, do, it. let's uh, do it. Gears of War, they also... Oh, that's dropped, right. They dropped a ton of stuff on Gears of War. Are you a Gears of, a Gears of War guy? Like, I've never played a Gears of War. Really? But Maybe. I know about the series enough to like... And you've just never been interested in it? I've just never been interested in it for one. And like... The gameplay, game style, third person, you know. I I, I just now recently got an Xbox. By then, I was already at Yeah. Maybe we should check that out, man. We we should do some Gears of War stuff before the... Because, I mean, it looks like... It looks like it's going to be good. But then again, you know, Microsoft has just been going through this drought i think and gears of war is like one of their only exclusives you know that they're they're right. talking about here right. for this generation and so you know people maybe might want it just to be good even if it's not so i guess we'll see I, i'm just so i'm cautious when yeah. it comes to certain things but what did you think of like the gears gameplay and everything that you know they i do like how gears look aesthetically Mm-hmm. Like aesthetically, Gears is like really cool and how the characters are designed and everything like that. Yeah. Um, probably the most important thing was the uh, pop figurine mobile game that they had for Gears. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, the, for real though, the trailer was pretty cool. You know, they had some other games though. Uh, we won't reflect on Gears too much uh, since you know it's still yeah, kind of early. And we don't really know. I haven't really, really played a lot about. Nobody it. knows about Gears. Like neither of us <laughs> knows about Gears all that much. 
Uh, there were other couple games that like I want to run by real quick. Go for it. Uh, I don't know who the publisher for that game was, like who the developer was for that game, this game, but um, Blair Witch. Oh yeah, Blair Witch. Blair Witch, man. It, Blair you Witch know game. I, you know when I first saw it, I thought that it was Outlast Three. Ooh, which would have been cool because those are good games. Those were fun, man. And and like for real, like it legitimately looks like Outlast Three. Dude, it's definitely inspired. They copied a lot. If it's Red Barrels that's developing the game, I'm not sure. We gotta look that up. Y'all let us know, man. Um, well, while you look it up, if you want to do that now, um, it definitely has uh, Outlast vibe though, and um. A Slenderman vibe. A you know, Slenderman vibe, too. Yes. Uh, you get this, like, pulling out the camera, which is the Blair Witch Project, which, I mean, if you guys haven't seen that film... It's, Found footage movies. Yeah, man. It, it, it was creepy at the time because they really marketed it like it was That's real. Like, they actually found this footage, which was weird. We were all paying money to go see these people <laughs> die in the woods. Uh, but it was creepy. And if you, like... Uh, you know, I was a kid when I saw Blair Witch, so... At that time, I was gullible. You didn't have the internet. Uh, you couldn't just go and Google, hey, did the Blair Witch really happen? You know, you just had to like, oh, damn, dude, that looked like it was real. Did that happen? Uh, so to see them come out with a game, I think we need more horror games, man. You don't really see a lot of horror games. And maybe if they um, knock this one out of the park, we'll get some wow. We'll get some more on console. What's up, man? Did you find something? So you remember that game, Layers of Fear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually played that. Was, Those are the people that oh, developed. Oh, this uh, might be Bloomberg. good. Oh, okay. Bloomberg. And they just got finished doing Layers of Fear too. Now we, that you know, that might be good. That, Layers that of Fear was a little trippy. Good. Yeah, Layers of Fear too is. I like that. Cute. It's kind of like a weird. Ooh, um, it's more strange. Yeah. In uh, Layers of Fear, so. We just gotta see, man. We just gotta see how that's cool, though. Game. I mean, like I said, like I think we need more horror games, man. More horror games, the better. I love yeah. horror games. I would totally. Which play something we'll talk about stream. here later has uh-huh. a little bit of uh, a horror vibe. I don't know if you noticed that, but we'll talk about that later. Oh, we'll get to yeah. that. We'll get to that. Yep. Um. But yeah, man. Anything else from Microsoft? Uh, not really, no. no there's not <laughs> they're doing cloud else. gaming stuff, and they're doing the Game Pass heavily, and they're really loading that up. And if you guys do have that service, please let us know how you um, how you like it. If you're enjoying it, is it worth it? You know, what are the pros and cons? What do you guys want to see from Xbox in the next generation? Mm-hmm. Uh, were you guys impressed with what they had to offer and show us this year? Uh, you guys, let us know. Um, but I think they, oh. it wasn't bad. It wasn't oh, yeah. Bad. Battletoads. Oh, Battletoads? Yeah. Okay, We can talk about it a little bit. We could, I mean, sure. What seconds. Yeah. Battletoads looks like trash. Oh, okay. Because it, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, too, it's 2D, man. And no doubt in my mind, it's probably going to get ported to the Switch or something. More, more than likely. More than likely, because that's what that, that fan base is. It's all Nintendo. All of that is Nintendo. Anything rare that has to do with rare is going straight to Nintendo. So, that out of the way, let's jump into the headlines. Some quick little headlines we can just cool. drop into. Let's quick. go for it. Um, because Bethesda, you know, they didn't really have much to show for real. They, they suck. Just, they just talk like Y'all crap the whole time. Suck. <laughs> they suck so bad. They, sh- they, they had the... They had the balls to walk up on stage and talk about Fallout 76. Todd Howard's just like, yeah, I know we screwed up, but we're glad that you stayed and tried to make the best of things. And we got a long-term plan for Fallout 76, you know. <laughs> you know, this in year one, we just wanted to introduce you to the world. <laughs> now year two, 
We're going to bring the world to you. We're adding this. We're, we, we've heard you guys because nobody's buying this piece of shit. <laughs> so oh thank you for even those people in the crowd were paid. If y'all want to freaking oh, yeah, hit me up on Twitter, totally they were paid or they, they were, were given drugs. There was like a man in a room that had a bunch of TVs, like a security room, right. and he hits a switch and all this gas comes out of the vents and it made people overly hyped and excited. <laughs> so everything they said, they're like, hell yeah, that's what I want. And I'm like, don't forget the dude. What are y'all freaking yelling for? Y'all y'all are There's lying to me. There's one dude people. that's at like the front of the rows. And it's just like, you can see him just like, yeah. Sweating his ass <laughs> off, getting so hyped. Oh, I'm like, y'all need to be sitting there in, in silence with your arms crossed and just be like, you better make it up because y'all been making some stupid moves, man. Now, I know you can't <sighs> get like, there's still like some Xbox One X bundles with like 76. Oh, man. Those you are can gonna, get those for like $400. They're going to be rare. That's going to be like something that's like a collector's item. Like just a mark of like, this is the generation and this is... If you want to know what this generation was like from Microsoft, here you go. Yeah. The Xbox One X bundle with Fallout 76. Two unnecessary things that never really hit their mark, man. No, I could see uh. the X being a really a good benefit in like, you know, whenever they actually reveal. They should have just not. Generation. They did that before because of the PlayStation 4 Pro, right? Yeah. yeah That's really all they did. They did it because of the leak. Actually. Oh, they kind of. Microsoft, y'all slipping. They, they see the thing is that they kind of sort of promised something last year. Okay. And I was expecting them to actually reveal it. Me too. I really was because usually whenever it's like a system, a new system or anything like that, Microsoft always be trying to be like the first one to reveal their stuff. You know. Yeah. Uh. So when you know Phil is like saying stuff in the beginning, he's just. <laughs> wow. you know he, he just didn't see what what, what, what are you he, saying he, he he teased like he was gonna reveal oh oh he was setting everybody up to he be was setting like up everybody blue-balled. yeah and they were just oh yeah they were all blue balled yeah again. hell yeah they were um, we were all blue balled i mean like honestly like i'm excited for the future of uh what most of these companies uh are going to do but what they are doing is not right mm-hmm. and that's why uh you know i'm living in the now right now so if it's not good you can tell me things are gonna get better but you're not really showing me a you're lot to, yeah. And so but I don't know why. Let's get back to the uh, yeah. quick Sorry. little topics we can jump back on. Um, also, we had like Ubisoft. Oh yeah, we did get like a couple of Doom details. So make sure yeah, that's right, Doom stuff. Uh, and they are bringing Battle Royale they, to Fallout 76 for some. F- they did uh, announce the release date for that. I forgot what yeah, it was. Yeah, is it gonna be soon? Uh, the summer? I think it is soon. I think it's very close. Okay. I hope, uh, because honestly, guys, uh, tell me if you guys relate. The summer is such a dead period for gaming sometimes. It can feel like such a drought because it seems like E3 is just to tell us about the things that are coming out for the holidays. You know, it's like, oh yeah, holidays. So like October, November, this is when some of the best games are going to come out this year. Um, or, or now 2020. But like as far as the summer, I know you were talking about Mario Maker and stuff, but yeah. it's like... You know, when you show me th- things like Doom and it's like, hey, but gotta wait another year or two, you know, it's like, damn, okay. Well, Honestly, why tease me like that? <laughs> with, with how the holiday is going now, yeah, I really don't mind. 
Well, and you know, man, just while we're, you know, talking about E3. Oh, November the 22nd, by the way, guys. For what? Uh, Doom Eternal is oh, going to be released on okay. the 22nd of November. Cool. Which is really good. That's a good timing. Yeah. But, you know, Pokemon's going to run clean over that. Everyone's getting ran over. I mean, I think the Switch has enough people playing it now that something like Pokemon sells, like comes out, it's going to sell extremely yeah. well. It's right at the door of Pokemon. Yeah. Because Pokemon is on the 15th. I wish, on I wish the Switch would have a price drop, though. But we'll get into that. We'll get I, I, really, I, I think, see one. I see one, actually. It, it probably... be like a 249 system. Yeah. Um, Nintendo, they don't do hardware often. And whenever they do, they do it in a sense of it not being at an E3. Yeah. Obviously. They wouldn't have that stuff at an E3. They'll just do it in a Nintendo Direct. Well, and that's the thing. Like We'll, we'll address that when we talk about Nintendo. Um, but... Just this new strategy of like Sony's not at E3 this year, right? Um, yeah, we'll mention that. I'll mention that now. We'll talk about that with Nintendo, but you know, this new strategy of doing these kind of like more often showing you what's right around the corner, like Nintendo Directs, that right. a lot of these companies are starting to take notes and, and mimic in some ways. And you know, you could kind of feel a different vibe at E3 this, this year. This is partially you know? why Nintendo won this year as well. Yeah. Because, you know, with these developers, they're coming out on the stage. It's kind of like they forget what they wanted to say, and they're padding. They're just constantly padding on these, like, different um, different things and asking, like, dumb questions that, you know, we just don't ask each other. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's an involuntary like forced interview yeah. on the stage for like five minutes and it's like, awkward. Oh my God, we don't want to hear all this. We want to see what you have. We want to see what we're putting our money into, not exactly. into your conversation. I have like I could be dying in five minutes. I want to know what's going to happen. <laughs> Yo, right what now. am I going to be able to play soon? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Like Nintendo does this. This is how I imagine it. Right. Everybody else fills you up at E3, your tank, and and doesn't do anything to fill it up until it's empty and it's E3 again. Oh, Nintendo is doing this thing where they're like letting it go down and then your excitement and hype kind of lowers and it's then a they seasonal thing, man. Yeah, it's and then they very they, much a seasonal thing and they have more than just Nintendo directs. Yeah, that's right. They're showing like all these other they companies have, and stuff. Yeah, like they had they had all kind of directs depending on what game it is that's coming out in the season that they know is going to be big. Like we just recently had the Pokemon directs, and yeah. I I think even before then we had another direct for another game. I forgot which one, but anyway, uh, Mario Maker, Mario Maker, yeah, Mario Maker, Mario that's Maker right. had one, um, and they always have like those specific type of directs, yeah, yeah, relate yeah. to one specific game. I know they did it a lot during the Wii U days. During the Wii U days, we saw directs like every couple of months or so. Yeah, they had to like <laughs> try to keep everybody like. Yeah, um, interesting. They do, that, they do direct minis, all that. They keep the news flowing, man. They yeah, keep people fresh. Which is like a good strategy because mm-hmm. Nintendo realizes how fast information comes and goes. Like, you need to stay relevant. And, like, on top of that, nobody supports indie developers like Nintendo do. Dude, because I, they have a whole showcase board. Their e store is slammed, jammed, packed with <laughs> indie titles so and so many titles because look, man, Nintendo is making victory laps right now. Right they now, have, you can get Hollow Knight for seven dollars. That's ridiculous, bro. And the and and you and for the Switch, you want digital stuff. Yeah. Like you know, honestly, it's just a good system for that. We're used to it, kind of like downloading apps like on our phones. They've kind of like marketed it, kind of like you would a gaming mobile phone. Um, but you know, the fact that Nintendo is 
thanking these uh, developers and companies that have believed in them and, and took risks with them. Like Ubisoft is one of those. It was like, here, here's Mario and Rabbids and stuff. Here's some things for the Switch. Mm -hmm. Because the Switch, people forget the Wii U was a, a failure. I mean, honestly, it was. I mean, there's some good was. stuff on there, but the hardware itself. It was ahead of its time. Yeah. So it, it just, like, a lot of people say that it was ahead of its time, but at the same time, it had a lot of fallbacks. Yeah. Like, if the technology on there was a bit more modernized and things were a bit more cheaper back then, yeah. the Wii U would have just, like, killed it. Well, I mean, I'll tell you that the Wii U probably... And the fact that if they had it portable. It, it, it kind of faced a rough crossroads where it was like, should we try to compete with Sony, Microsoft in, in, in this way, and should we do our own thing? Yeah. After the success of doing their own thing with the Wii... Uh, you know, I just, just got cocky. Yeah, and then they realized, no, we got to be Nintendo. We got to do our own thing, and right. that's what we got with the Switch, man. And that's why I, I'm more excited about Nintendo stuff right now because things like Microsoft saying, "Hey, the console is just going to be more powerful. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's going to look prettier and it's going to be faster." It's like, okay, but what what else is there? Because you said that with the Scorpio, yeah. and then you did not do anything with that. You said, here, buy this new, stronger console, and games are better when you play them on Xbox One X. You know, it's like, that was your whole th your whole script. There really wasn't much of anything. That There's nothing to play like, better so, on the Xbox One X. So it's the like... The best thing to get was the S, and that was really just the middle ground. Yeah, and it's reasonably priced. I mean... You can still play the games. And, and you get the game pass now, and you're good. You don't need, like, this more powerful system like give us like even if you got the original fat boy you really came off better yeah honestly yeah it's just strange like a lot of people these days would think that nintendo would fail by doing so many things different and in some ways we'll talk about it later but yeah we, we still got a couple yeah more and we'll get into the too. nintendo stuff but it, it it's just hard not to bring them up because they, they, they were just they were everywhere and doing a lot of things right when you talk about the other ones mm -hmm. you're kind of like damn nintendo really got this shit right okay yeah, so really my bad do. we're going off on some tangents guys <laughs> um ubisoft yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> ubisoft uh they they had something yes they, yes, they had they had something uh, we sat there and waited an hour and 30 minutes to have them tell us that a uh, Watch Dogs 3 is in production. Yes, and are you excited about that? Because I know there's a lot of haters out there about Watch the Dogs 2. We sat through about like a good solid 20 minutes of just dance, of them just dancing. And they do this every year, just about now. Uh, have you ever played a Just Dance? Oh, yeah, I enjoy Just Dance. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've played Just Dance, but here's the thing about Just Dance. Can't you just go on YouTube and just copy off the dances and pretty much just doing it? But you pay fifty dollars to do that. Yeah. You pay fifty dollars to hey, I don't know. That you can just go find on YouTube of People like to dance, Mike. You got a problem with dancing? Don't you want to be the next dance star? Hey, when Michael Jackson was on. Yes. And he did that experience. Yes. Oh he yeah. Was the king of that. Oh, on the Wii? Yes. Michael Jackson experience? Yeah. They I've seen even, that game, never played it. Bro, you gotta play it. It's, it um, that that right there, that was what Ubisoft was doing right. Oh, okay. With like the dancing type uh -huh. games. Were they the ones that made Guitar Hero? Or Rock Band? Who made that? Activision? I think it was Ubisoft. 
Well, the reason why I say that is like maybe they're trying to make up for the loss of it because that was a hit, and you don't see any games like that anymore. No, no. Which kind of sucks. Rhythm games kind of died out. Well, not even rhythm like games that came well, with like, no, uh, accessories. No, they you know, they're, they're just not as mainstream as they used to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, the ones with accessories, especially. There's a there is a rhythm game that we'll talk about. I think isn't it a rhythm game? Uh, the Nintendo's cooking up. Oh, you talking about Cadence and Pyro? Yeah, is that, is that a rhythm uh, game? Yeah, in a sense, yes. Kind of. We'll talk it's about a, it. It's a dungeon crawler Zelda rhythm, rhythm game. game? Uh, guys, if you haven't heard of it, it's called uh, uh, Cadence of Hyrule, something in the crypt. Um, what's up? Whatever. Uh, but anyways, it's indie developer. Indie developer made the game for oh. Nintendo. Nintendo gave them the license to Zelda. And Nintendo's been doing that a lot. Dang, Nintendo. Yeah. Damn, we, we get on Nintendo, man. But we let's jump, just <gasps> jump back on to... They uh, pulling us. <laughs> it's Ubisoft. the ring, dude. <laughs> Ubisoft had probably the weakest uh, Except, presentation. Yeah. yeah. You know. Out of all of them? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, run run through it, man. What, what, what they do? They didn't really do much of anything. The only significant thing that people was, really care about was uh, just the Watch Dogs Watch 3. Dogs. It's good to know that we have Watch Dogs 3. And that's that's right there. That's probably going to be the thing that's going to hold people over until Grand Theft 6 comes out. Because as soon as Grand Theft 6 hits, whenever that hits, it's going to just kill Watch Dogs. Yeah. Like, nobody's going to care what Watch Dogs is. Does Rockstar go to E3? No. They don't do anything like that? No. How Rockstar is owned by Take Two. And Take Two is like over everything, I think. Just about. You're talking about 2K? 2K and all that. Ooh, I did not know that. Yeah. Interesting development. Take Two is like they're a monopoly. Making, they're making bank right they're, now. They're like a Disney. That's compared crazy. To like all the other ones. Oh, I was just curious. My bad. Um, because you know, like Red Dead, you know, there's still stuff like you don't, oh, yeah. you don't hear any news about. They do the all the Lego games too. Like, oh, they do. Damn. They do and there is a new Star Wars Lego remaster, the Skywalker Saga thing. Oh yeah, out. that's coming out. They mentioned yeah. that on the Microsoft uh, press conference. Uh, real quick, yes. I do want to mention uh, Devolver Digital. Mm. They did have something, but most of the time when you watch Devolver Digital's shows, it's pretty much just like. An acid trip. An acid trip, huh? Yeah, you you you've never seen a Devolver Digital. Show, I don't think you? I have, man. Oh man, I gotta show it to you. <laughs> but uh, this one, they pretty much parody a Nintendo Direct in a sense. Yeah. And they had a ton of games that's gonna actually come out. Uh, you ever heard of that game, My Friend Pedro? No, I have not. Uh, it's this pretty much this two D shoot 'em up kind of game, and it's it's pretty uniquely designed, man. Like, Devolver Digital is well known for like being one of those like indie developers that. Just goes above and beyond just indie. Okay. You know? So like they're they're one of the bigger side of indies. So um, with that we can jump over to uh, THQ. They've been busy. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. THQ. THQ Nordic. They've been busy. They have a ton of stuff actually. They 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 got a couple of good headlines. Uh, they doing something new with Dark Siders. I know that. Okay. It's gonna be like this like top down kind of like Diablo three dungeon crawler kind of game. Uh, that they're working on. I forgot what it's called, like War Master or something like that. Oh, War, Warhammer? Is it Warhammer? No, that's a game. Oh. And War Master is a remaster of Dark Side as one. Oh, snap. So, <laughs> we totally Whoa. got that off. Uh, but who cares, man? They're doing another Dark Siders uh, spinoff. Okay. Well, I know some people like those games. You know, play Dark. It's like three of them, right? It's like a trilogy. Yeah. 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 
but they're all just like everywhere. They're not specific to one system. Oh, okay. Like it's that. like a third party. Yeah, it's a third party thing. Um, they've also been announcing a couple of remakes. The big ones are Destroy All Humans. Yes, which that, I'm excited for. I, I, I would like to play around with that again. You man. guys know what we're just talking about. That right? when I was a kid, man. Destroy All Humans is this like game where you play as this alien and you just fucking around. You're just an aliens, alien. Bro. You, yeah. You're just killing people. And man. it's like back in the retro days. You're kidnapping them. It's kind of like a Grand Theft Auto if you're an alien. Yeah. In the sense... Eh. Kind of like free... Well, I mean, in the Not sense... Not a of, Grand Theft. Well, like, okay, open more. world sandbox vibe, right? Yeah, it's it more feels like, like you can just kind of kill people and do, do whatever, whatever you want. Yeah. I, I would compare it to, like, Just Cause. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Which is, to me, is like an exaggerated version of Grand Theft Auto. That's a, that's a sandbox. Yeah. That's totally okay. a sandbox. Um... And they also got SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom. Okay. And okay. that SpongeBob is the best SpongeBob video game you'll ever play. And I've never played a single SpongeBob game. You've never played a single I've SpongeBob never, game? I've never, no. I played the uh, movie game they okay. had, and I played uh, Nightmare from the Krusty Krab. Are they fun? Oh, yeah. SpongeBob games are surprisingly very fun. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've really watched fun. the show, but I never really did anything other than that. I saw one of the movies, one where he's in live action. Like yeah, crosses into. Oh, like yeah, you're talking about Sponge Out of Water. Yeah, seen that one. That one, uh, it's alright. It's alright, but yeah. it's not. It's not better than the original. True, it's True. not better than the OG. Um, uh, other than that, man, I think we can actually start getting into the more, the more bigger side. Okay, I'm down. I'm down. Uh, and then after that, uh, we can wrap it up with uh, Sony. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll mention them, we'll even though they're a no show. They are no show. Yeah, and maybe they'll they'll peek their head out. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. So moving into Square Enix, Square Enix yes. had one of the biggest press conferences this year. Yes, they did. They really outdid themselves. A ton of just like huge games that are coming out on like pretty much all the systems. Biggest one is Final Fantasy VII. I I've never played a Final Fantasy, bro. Like never I never Final really Fantasy. played them. Like I've I mean I've played them in the sense of like I was pressing buttons and I played for a little bit, but I never you, like start to finish. If you are a first time Final Fantasy player, um, yeah. the games I would recommend would be yes. like maybe twelve. Okay. The 12, original seven. Seven. If you really got the patience for a turn based type RPG. I do. I mean, I, I'm a fan of the, oh, you know, Pokemon. So yeah. I feel like that's kind of like turn-based in some sense. Yeah, if you if you play Pokemon, you, you're fine. You're, okay. You're, you're but fine. see, like, I you, never... I would recommend most most of the Final Fantasies if you're a Pokemon player. But see, I've never played the Kingdom Hearts for the reasons of I've never played oh. Final Fantasy. If you are, really though, if you really are a Pokemon player, I would recommend maybe something like World of Final Fantasy. Like, the World of Final Fantasy is pretty much just Pokemon with Final Fantasy. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, So, was 7, like, the best one, though? 7 was one of the most well-known ones. Why was it so well-known? And it was just, like, because of how big the game was for one. What generation? It was, like, 4-disc. Was this PS1, 2? Or 2-disc. I don't know. This is PS1. PS1? Oh, okay. Damn. And they're remastering it, so like they have updated the graphics and everything. This is the game that started controversy about it not being ported to Nintendo 64 because Nintendo 64 still used cartridges. Oh, okay. So is this like the, the end of Square Enix and Nintendo's kind of relationship at that time where they kind yeah. of broke up for a little bit? Yeah, and Sony started... Up. 
supporting their games because they were Very on much. disc. Okay. And, and that goes for like pretty a little history a lesson. lot of the uh, RPGs, cool. Japanese games that came out around that time. A lot of Japanese people, they picked up on the PS1 okay. and everything like that. Because of all the CDs. See, Same that's where... it could be said about the Resident Evil series, too. Really? Yeah. The Capcom? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. Uh, because uh, Resident Evil, they, they were pretty big, you know. They wasn't like uh, two disc and all that. Yeah, yeah. But like a lot of those games came out on like, you know, those um, specific... Yeah, I remember systems. playing it on PlayStation. Yeah, it, yeah. it mostly came out on PlayStation and like Dreamcast. And yeah. Like I never yeah. had a Dreamcast, so... Yeah. And that didn't really like take off. So. <laughs> yeah. My brother had a Dreamcast. Yeah. What <laughs> yeah. games were like uh, a must own on Dreamcast? I'm, yeah, uh, Sonic. Sonic Adventure. Yeah. Sonic Adventure. Uh, there's a lot of other ones like Afterburner and all that. Okay. Okay. You know, uh, Panzer Dragoon, which got an announcement of a remake. Mm. We're probably not going to bring this up whenever Nintendo Direct, once we get to Nintendo, but Panzer Dragoon got a remake, so. Now that you know that, keep your eyes open for yes. Panzer Dragoon. Look it up if you don't know what Mike's talking if about. If it's, if I can describe it with anything, it's kind of like Star Fox. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I know what you're talking. Oh okay, yep, yeah, yeah. That's Panzer Dragoon. Um, but sticking back to uh, Square Enix, Final Fantasy VII, we finally got gameplay. Cool. Got a hot trailer, and we got the waifu that pretty much smacked down like. All waifus, like everything. <laughs> Who? Tifa, bro. Tifa. Tifa was everybody's crush back in like the back 90s. in the day. Back in the nineties, man, everybody wanted Tifa. more than Laura Croft. Bro, we wanted them triangles, bro. <laughs> we wanted them triangles so bad. But now she's remastered, bro. She's in four K. Perky prisms that stuck out of a tank top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, back in the day, man. That's how it was, bro. It That's what I'm saying. Tifa like Laura Croft, Laura Croft dude. bro. Yeah, Tifa, Laura Croft, just blocked, man. We got, blocked we got chicks. A, we got Tifa, man, and like the gameplay on there. Oh my god, we it got a good. whole boss battle, and we got a in-depth description of how to count the combat is on there. Hey, and that that looks like one of the more better detail. It's like what they did with Final Fantasy 15, but they expanded on that even more. Okay, and um, I don't think you ever played a Final Fantasy 15. Nope. And ne- never played any never of them. Never played Final <laughs> Fantasy 15. I would recommend playing Final Fantasy 15. Is that the latest not, one? That's the latest one. I heard. I, I don't like the look of it, man. The like the realism of it. I don't know. Like them being in a modern, they're driving cars. I want like a fantasy. Give it a world. chance. Give it a chance. Why should I give it a chance, Brian? Get the Royal Edition. They're still coming out with DLC for it. I. They really are still coming out with DLC for it. Like I might, game, man. I might, I might check it out, dude. That game is literally a Frankenstein, and it's not one of the best Final Fantasy 15 games, but aesthetically-wise, it's very pretty, man. Okay. It's okay. very pretty, and I like the gameplay on there. It's a little bit tight. Okay. I mean, I trust you, Mike. I trust you. I'll take your word for it, man. It, it was the first game that I got on PS4. It's like one of the main reasons okay. I got a PlayStation. Got that Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, where's it ranking compared to seven, though? Like, real quick. Hit the bottom. Damn. You know, uh, so, yeah, they, with Square Enix, they dropped, like, a ton of stuff. Yeah. Final Fantasy being one of the big ones because they had, that like, is one a of their big properties. 15, 10, 15 minutes of just straight up the boss battle of the first scene from Final Fantasy, which is against the uh, Scorpion Sentinel. And. Me, myself, you know, I've never really even beaten 
Final Fantasy VII. So, have you even really played it, Mike? Not necessarily that either, bro. But I know a good bit of it, all right? <laughs> so, trust me on this. Trust me on this. I know about I know When about someone Final says Fantasy, they played you know, a game and, and they I haven't played beat it, it. But I haven't beaten it. Because, bro, it's such a big game. I mean, game, but that's, cr- that's gamer that tr- uh, like lingo, right? Like, if I told <clears> you I played something, do you think I played it for hours and hours no, and beat it? No. Or that did just I mean, just I played, I played it, it before, but I never beat it. Yeah, so. I only got so far into the story. I got like, I got to play about like uh, the first 20 or so hours of the game. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so you played it. I played it. Yeah. Just want to, no, it's not even you, man. I thought like that's an interesting thing that people do. Like I always say, oh yeah, I played that. But like when I say that, do people really understand like how long I actually played that game? That game requires dedication. Yeah. Like especially with RPGs or games oh, like yes. that, you need to like let yourself get I'm into a, the world. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to wait for 7 Remake to come out, which is announced to come out on the 3rd. Uh, Final Fantasy 7. 3rd of what? July? No, uh, May, March, oh, March, excuse March, me. March excuse next me. year. Yes, next year, March. Uh, <laughs> no, the, the, they retconned the past. Actually, yeah. it just came back up. That should be the uh, fourth anniversary of the Switch, too. By the way, March third. Yeah, and the fourth anniversary of fourth the Zelda Breath of no, the Wild, which man. we will come back to later. I thought these games said no. Yeah, uh, dude. Bro, like that that Final Fantasy looks really good though. Now was that all that Square Enix had Mm-mm. though? Mm-mm. They was, had a ton of stuff. So man. what else did they pop out? They at said some more stuff about the more content that's coming out on Final Fantasy fourteen. And that's an online multiplayer. There's it's too like many Final MMO. Fantasies, dude. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Just just, just I bear, want just all bear these. with me, bro. No, there's too me. many. They also had I speak for most people. They also had a collection of mana. Uh they had collection of mana uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be released soon. Um, that was actually revealed on the Nintendo Direct the next day. Yeah, but you know cool. it's, it's Square Enix, so yeah, they're cool with Nintendo again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> on top of that, there is what else I want to mention. I just had it in my head, but now, <laughs> now it's gone. It's gone. They deleted the I save file. Don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> oh man, they had a crap ton of stuff though. man it just yeah. sounds like Final Fantasy 15 and Collection of Mana 7 Collection of Mana uh, uh Kingdom Hearts DLC or anything oh yes yes Kingdom Hearts Kingdom Hearts getting DLC they haven't even like cool, cool. finished the voice acting on it a lot of people like didn't like 3 I heard man I heard a lot of people were disappointed in Kingdom Hearts 3 and they were oh, really that's excited that's for confusing it. But sucks I'm sorry for you if you are a fan of Kingdom Hearts right. 3 right and <laughs> You uh, were disappointed, um, but yeah, yeah I mean, I I, I can't remember uh, Square. Uh, I'm so overwhelmed by just everything, everything man. that it's uh, so much to take in. So I'm sure that I'm, I'm sure that there's something about Square Enix that we're probably leaving out. But there's I, a ton of I, stuff yeah. about Square Enix that we're leaving <laughs> well, out, man. But I. Was it worth remembering? I guess not. I guess yes, a, actually, yes. yeah, yeah. There's All a right, ton well, of stuff. All right, everyone, we're back. Sorry, this is uh, me and Mike from the future. The Mike and me that you just heard is the Mike and me that forgot everything about Square Enix, and now we are now the future ones that have <laughs> done our research and re- and, and just, yeah. So anyways, Please sorry. Please be patient with us. Sorry. We, it is so much just to go through. So, like, you know, we, we, we're just trying to keep up with everything yes, that we talked about exactly. to this point. Uh, but jumping back into it, uh, we were at Square Enix. 
And yes, we got a ton of stuff that came out of Square Enix. On top of uh, that, you know, they shadow, they shadow dropped a couple things too. You know, they shadow dropped The Last Remnant onto the Nintendo Switch. Ooh. That's a really good game, man. That's a Sneak really good dissing. game. That's a really good game. And it's only 20 bucks. There you go. 20 bucks. Good go deal. Go like get a good twenty dollar game. RPGs and everything like that, and the deep story's got a lot of story about like this like war, I think. Okay. But um, deep story about a war. Mm-hmm. I'm down with that. You'll you'll like it. I think you'll like it. I'm willing to try it. Uh, I, I I believe, and and I trust your judgment, bro. Right. Like we 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 vibe pretty much on the same. Now. Yeah. Now for those these. people that are more into like Chrono Trigger mm-hmm. or. Like the games that are like Xenoblade and everything like that. Okay. Okay. You got uh, the remake of Trials of Mana. Mm. Uh, so I mentioned the collection of Mana earlier. Yes, that you included did. the uh, Final Fantasy, the the first uh, Secret of Mana, first Mana game, which okay. was like this Final Fantasy spinoff, and then uh, Secret of Mana and Trials of Mana. Trials of Mana, I think, is like either the second or third game, and so. With that, we got the uh, full 3D remake of it. I seen some gameplay on it. It looks gorgeous. It's very Ooh. colorful. Kind of give you those vibes. Like that's you know, a cool clean. remake, though, man. That's not just a polish. That's like a complete yeah, a, reinvention. That's a whole yeah. reinvention. It's it's a lot better than what was going on with that Secret of Mana. It's kind of like Link's Awakening in, in some way. A little bit. A little bit. Do you get what I'm saying? Like it's like completely different in graphics. An art style, it's enhanced. And not an art style. It's not like Link's Awakening in oh, art style. Because okay, Link's Awakening, that's that's something completely different. That's like yeah. claymation. That is stuff like that's that. A good point. Um, this one is just a bit more modernized. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say more like Nino Cooney games okay. like that, aesthetics like that. You know, but Fair. they they do a lot better with this one than they did with the Secret of Mana remake. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, I haven't so, played any of those, so I really can't give you guys anything or anything. So yeah, uh, I have um, heard I I have heard good things about the series. I actually just never played them, even though it's I like mean, I haven't either. So. Isn't it on PlayStation now though? Yeah, you can get, okay. You can get uh, Secret of Mana, but I, I wouldn't recommend getting the remake of Secret of Mana. Oh, okay. If you were going to play Secret of Mana, play the OG original. Just wait for the collection. Then. Oh, the collection, cool. Yeah, that's coming to the Switch. So Switch is getting these Switch games. Is everything, bro. All right. Cool. Um, what else does Square have? I I know Dragon Quest Builders. Okay. Too. Okay. Dragon Quest is that from Square? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. That's Dragon Quest, man. Dragon yeah. Quest. Um, if it isn't Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest is the biggest franchise. Which is Akira Toriyama. Nintendo. I mean, not Nintendo, but uh, is that Akira Toriyama's? Akira Toriyama. Yeah, his art style and everything, Dragon Ball yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. We we finally got Goku and Smash Bros. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I want to uh, go so far, but yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like yeah. after you pointed out, might so as well go ahead and say much. it, man. But yeah, we got Goku and Smash Bros. It's crazy. His man. His name is the hero for real. He's the <laughs> luminary from off of uh, the main games, the mainline games. You can pretty much say it's the main character, of right? Mainline game because they never really have a name. Yeah. Uh, for the first hero, though, it was uh, Erdrick. Strange. Yeah, Erdrick was the first hero's Strange name. name. Um, but all the way up to like eleven, Dragon Quest eleven, the most re- relevant one. Yeah. Uh, the Luminary is uh, the second. Is the uh, main alternate skin okay. the main skin for that character? So we're just gonna. 
go off of that, I guess. Um, which one would you? Way. Which one would you would you suggest? Uh, Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest? I like. I think Dragon Quest is a bit more lighthearted. Okay. In some instances, you know, it, it's a bit more lighthearted. Um, given the fact that it is a Toriyama. not saying that Dragon Quest is like, like, you know. It's just like something that's like you can't take a story serious with it okay because like if you get into the dragon quest series it does get dark it's straight up just final fantasy oh wow that's all it really is honestly it's just final fantasy from a different perspective and different okay. artists and characters and stuff uh but other than that you know it's really just personal you, preference if if it's really your own preference yeah. yeah uh final fantasy i think is more like uh in a sense it's not as fantasy yeah, yeah. As kind of like pulled the away Dragon Quest is now You know yeah. Dragon Quest is like In a fantasy setting Yeah But like Final Fantasy It could be like These like Steampunk Graphics Or whatever Retro future, Retro Futuristic yeah, yeah Um All kinds of like Mechs and stuff like that yeah. And things that have derived From that kind of thing You know Like the, like the Xeno series The Xeno series They've been like Mechs and religion And stuff like that Oh wow It's a lot of religion So it gets deep it's a lot of religion and stuff like that. A lot of tones are religious. In, like, the Oof. fantasy games and in, like, Final Fantasy. Yeah. And, like, uh, stuff like These that. These games are... You do get a little bit of that in Dragon Quest too. Yeah. They get a lot deeper than people probably on the surface would yeah. think. But, you know, I, I, I just felt like I forget that Square makes both of those. Yeah. And they are similar from, like, an outsider's perspective. Someone who hasn't really played a lot from that series like me like initially if you if you get into a dragon quest or something like that and you if you like try to get into it it's gonna try it, it's not gonna be like an, an initial turn on yeah thing. yeah because for one like i'm not really that big of a fan of like the uh the theme song for dragon quest you know that dun, 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 dun. uh i think but i haven't played you haven't so, played it so don't you know. don't know the theme song so music plays a part in music does decision. play a part in my decision <laughs> but yeah. i mean like i will still play uh dragon quest and there's still 11 games will be my first dragon okay. quest there's still games in those series and those franchises worth checking out mm -hmm. for newcomers and you know hey i mean I think I'd like to try out Dragon Quest before I tried out Final Fantasy, but from what I saw from that Final Seven, Final Fantasy Seven remake, oh yeah, that looked dope as hell. Oh yeah, so. I just showed Luke some of the uh, gameplay footage from the uh, the gameplay they had. Yeah, for the remake. Oh my god, man! Yeah. But yeah, uh, looks good. He uh, he's gonna get it. Yeah. I'm probably gonna <laughs> check it out, and we're probably gonna stream it. So yeah. uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, uh, can we some other stuff? Is, is there anything you know that they showed for real? Like what? Because I I know what I'm ready to talk about. I mean, you just you just say the word, man. Just go uh, ahead. Speak your truth. No, man. I mean, I feel like you know if you got something else, go ahead. I mean, nah. You go ahead. Go ahead. Go I ahead. I mean, I, I would you know nothing else that's like really important. I mean, I can't throw out there that like there are a few more games yeah. that were kind of like mentioned not during yeah. Square Enix, but like other big RPGs that are okay. coming about. from other showcases. Yeah, from other stuff. showcases. You do have stuff like uh, Nam, uh, Namco, Bandai Namco, they're dropping a new Tales of game. They're doing Tales oh, of Arise wow. now. Okay. And so people who like Tales of games or like the Nino Kuni series, you know, they're also pointing Nino Kuni uh, to like the current generation. Okay. So it's, it's going to be like the Switch and everything. Cool, cool. Uh, but back to Tales of, if you like 
like a real-time action kind of game. Kind of way in the sense of how Mana, Trials of Mana is. Okay. And how the Mana series is overall. Like, it's not exactly a turn-based RPG. It's also more like a hack and slash mm. kind of thing. Okay, okay. But uh, what you was going to say? Uh Oh, well, um, shoot, man. <laughs> I was going to talk about Avengers, bro. I mean, oh, yeah. I feel like that was uh, something I was looking forward to the most out of all of E3, just because, you know. Phenomenal. Dude, just thinking about Square Enix making uh, Avengers game i was you like you wouldn't think it would work out yeah really. it kind of sounds weird but so weird that i'm like so but curious to at the see same time though we did get like tomb raider and stuff yeah true them. we did and and, and those and have been good bad. I, turned out great. I feel like those are underrated man and overlooked a lot those games that series the new tomb raiders but the real reason i don't even bother with tomb raider is because like i played like, like uncharted and all yeah that, and it's yeah. kind of like similar vibes nothing new really it's like no, indiana yeah. jones indiana jones yeah. realistic stuff I, I really don't feel like national treasure and stuff, stuff like that. I, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, it still was cool to see them take that character and story and kind of put it in a modern, you know, setting as far as uh, the, the, the mechanics and the cinematics. Like when you're playing Tomb Raider nowadays, you're like, damn, how's Laura Croft a lot, dude? She gets, <laughs> she gets oh, messed she up. Messed up. up. Bad, Bro. And it's just if like, you see like the ooh. death scenes that they just like show on the game. It's yeah. just like, good God. Yeah. Too much fun here. <laughs> yeah. This is for like a gore folk. Yeah. Uh, gore figure kind of yeah. thing, man. That shit happens so often. So it's just cool to see like an updated, different take on something familiar. But you know, seeing Avengers and like what this world was gonna be, especially after coming off of uh, Infinity War I didn't and, know what and it was Endgame. Be. Me either, dude. And I, I I'll honestly ah. say that I I'm excited and I'm interested. So excited. It oh. looks dope as hell, dude. Oh yes. It's like it's like it's not tied to the MCU. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. When we first it, get the trailer, we see the the quit the jet. The yeah, jet. yeah. The Quinjet. Uh, Quinjet. Yeah. yeah. And. They are at the uh, Golden Gate Bridge, right? Yeah, they're on the West Coast. West There's Coast. like the West Coast Avengers now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people are actually thinking like it's connected to Marvel Spider-Man. That would be cool. And that they, would be cool. They did announce some Sony exclusive shit, and we all know that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be Spider-Man as like DLC, right. dude. All right. So just that would be ready. totally awesome. Uh, is it just me or does like? Iron Man kind of looked like Shane a little bit. <laughs> Does he? A little bit, man. Just a little bit. Just a little bit because of the hair, man. It's the hair and the beard. There are some, like, choices of, like, the way the characters look where you're, oh, like, man. these are, like, a mixture of, like, I think they take it. Iron Man as, looks like a freaking stoner or something. Yeah, he kind of draws inspiration from Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. All the characters take some MCU looks, but then they also take... Like a lot more of the comic vibe and like yeah. a different modern take on it. Like I really like Cap's like costume. It looks like more realistic, more, more bulky. Padded. Yeah, like it's a more like armor. Yeah, really yeah, good. yeah. It's and like I, a costume. I like Thor's look. I mean, the Hulk actually looks pretty much the same. Um, but yeah. it just it looks like you're gonna be able to play with your friends as the Avengers. And that alone is an idea that you could just, hey, take my money now. And they're already saying, like, there's going to be online functionality. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, there's going to be more characters. It's going to be, like, co-op, dude. Um, They show Ant-Man. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's this is Hank Pym Ant-Man. Yeah. This is not... um, Paul Rudd's uh, Scott Scott Lang. Lang. No, this isn't Scott Lang. This is Hank Pym, 100%. 
<laughs> Which is cool, I think. Yeah. Uh, when they first start off the trailer, though, the Quinjet pops up. You see, like, the helicarrier and everything like that and caps up in the helicarrier. Mm -hmm. Uh, Taskmaster's off on the ground just like yeah, people, taking on all the Avengers. Some people didn't notice he was in uh, <coughs> this trailer. Oh yeah, that's Taskmaster, yeah. yo. Taskmaster is like one of the strongest Yeah, villains. he actually is. Because like he he puts he put some work in. He yo. can take uh he can learn your uh like uh your fighting tactics and strategies and copy them and mimic them and like counter them like yeah. And on top of that, he's just like a top tier strategy. Yes, overall. yeah, he's smart as fuck. Really smart. Yeah, like, you you know you you can see him. He's um actually a character on Spider Man. Yeah, on the Marvel. Yeah, he is so, actually. So um yeah man, I mean he he looks like he's gonna be an interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. By. You see abomination. You see some you other see villains. abomination. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, man! It's been so long since I've seen abomination. That looks so cool with his design. The little bit that we did see. I can't wait to play as like Hulk and everybody, man. Hulk is like my favorite Avenger of all of them. Dude, it's gonna be interesting because like as you're talking about the the trailer, they show us like shit goes down, man. Yeah. And and, and people die. And, it happens so quick. And yeah. The transitions between gameplay. Oh yeah, so fast! Like you don't even realize this gameplay. You just yeah. you just see like the characters running and they're fighting and everything. Yeah. It's and you think it's like some kind of cinematic or something, but it's not. But it just looks like they're gonna do something that we did not expect, and then they they do a time skip. Yeah, and there's like five years later, and you see like Tony is talking to Bruce Banner, and he's like all letting his beard grow, and he's like, "Fuck this, fuck yeah. the Avengers," you know, all this shit. Like, whoa, wait, this is. The story that we're going with, like, Jeez. I guess people got killed and nobody likes the Avengers no more. And people, it's, are, it's alluded that Cap got killed. Oh my gosh! It's alluded that Cap got no. killed. They did that on maybe the first he, trailer. I hope he didn't die. No, because on the they they, they do I talk hope about he it. Didn't die, but like they do have like yeah. the statue and the tomb and like all these That's like right. stuff. You know, Tony is saying something. He mentions something alluding to the fact that Steve died. Yeah, it's crazy. It yeah. looks like a darker, weirder future that it's like an injustice for the Avengers. I think. I think so, man. I think it really. I mean, really, stop and think about it. It's gonna be like a very dark tone. Like, oh shit, went down. Something that's more mature. Yeah. I think it's gonna go a step further than the MCU did. Yeah. And it, I feel like they're gonna actually establish a series with this. I hope they do. I really do. And if I play and I enjoy it, I really hope they do because I mean, this looks based off this first impression. Very fucking exciting. It looks like something that Different. just should not even be running yeah. on a Xbox One or And it comes out PS4. next year, man. It comes out next year. Next year is going to be lit. Next year is going to be so big. And and people who are like complaining, I've heard people complain about the graphics and the looks. Look, guys, this game is like 11 months, uh, you know, being most shown games, like almost a year before it actually comes out. It's going to get touched up. Either get touched up or downgraded because Hell they have yeah. to get optimized. A lot of these games yeah. are going to get mad optimization. You guys know how this works. This stuff is just for show yeah. most of the time. And when they're actually showing you gameplay, you yeah. know that they were trying to give you something that was going to look good instead of just giving you some cinematic, polished, really nice cutscene right. and say, all right, I guess you'll have to wait till next year for the gameplay. It's like, like, nah. Microsoft. Because like you said, Mike, They did man, do a couple of games like that. Like, yeah. they had Outriders, um, and nobody cared. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Like, everybody forgets about, like, all that stuff, man. But, like, uh, there was Outriders, and then, you know, all that. Ubisoft even had a new IP that they was working on, too. And 
What? It, it, it looked cool, but it's like this rollerball roller thing. I oh, forgot okay. to mention that earlier. But that's, that's eh. you know, it didn't look all that fun looking. Uh, Well, this is, well, I mean, there's not much more that we can say about Avengers. It looks dope as fuck, and I'm excited, and uh, I can't wait to see the DLC and the looks of all these other characters. My wallet. Is about to be hurting, bro. My it's not wallet. already hurting. It, you better get it insured. I don't know what to do now, man. <laughs> I got to decide between having a future yeah. and just staying at home <laughs> and playing these yeah, video games. games. <laughs> or, 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 you know, like, yeah, exactly, dude. I got to work some extra hours so that I can cover all of yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, you know, I know that I personally, and if I haven't talked about it on the podcast, like when I'm talking with friends or people and like you, like off off the mic, <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll, I'll whine and complain about the state of this generation. But honestly, man, I think we've just been spoiled. I'm spoiled. Definitely. And we've gotten so much and we're getting so much. And when there's periods right now where there's really not anything actually happening um, and everything's coming out like later this year or next year, I, there's still so much that so we, much. you know, that's in the back catalog that I haven't played. Like yeah. all the Final Fantasies. Like I could spend time playing a lot of games that I never got a chance to. But like you said, man, when they come out, they look so good. They they look like they're gonna be a hell of a good time to play. Oh, yeah. But you can't get them all, man. But Mm-mm. hey, we're lucky. There's a, there's there's been a lot of sales. A lot of you know you know digital yeah. prices have been pretty fair a lot of the time. So. There's an opportunity there, and hopefully, I don't know, like things like those Xbox Game Pass. Maybe that's Microsoft saying, damn, we know there's a shit ton of games, and we want y'all to like be able to enjoy them all, because we don't want y'all missing out, because now November that, hits. That is where things like Stadia or Game Pass will actually benefit. Damn, there we go, Mike. There we that go. is where Game Pass they probably Stadia see that benefit the most, but, and they saw that. Doesn't that happen with everybody? Like with Netflix, there's so much to watch. There'll be so much to play that you still won't get to it all. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it, so much. It's man. just gonna be too much after a while. It took me months just to even bother looking at Bird Box when it first came out. Yeah, like it was all because you already had all like this social other media stuff. and stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah. So like that that kind of thing happens when it comes to like video games. You're gonna get so overcrowded. I found myself in the loop, like. There's still games that I bought and I never even touched. Dang, like that's crazy to think about, though, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I bought like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, back, which is a good game. Which is a really good game yeah. back in like like October, like October. Ooh, I can see that being a PS5 launch exclusive. Bro, sequel. I never even like took it out the plastic. I never. Damn, man, come on, man. I never installed it. <sighs> what? What? So, what made you get it when you did? Like that? It was what makes ten dollars, man? Oh, it was ten dollars. It was on sale. It's on I was, sale. I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and catch it. That's the deal, man. And that's the thing. We got Black Friday coming up. I oh mean, god. And there's gonna be a lot of games that have been coming out throughout this year and last year that you the know, smartest thing I, I would recommend doing is just go ahead and pre-order it, guys. Yeah. So that like you don't have to worry about breaking your bank when <laughs> you know you don't have the bank to break. True. True. Um. Um, hey, well, can I mention a couple things before we get into uh, um, the next? Yeah, the next the stuff. The big boy. Yeah. The main show. Uh, the show. Let's see. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Oh, Bandai yeah. Namco. Dragon they showed Ball. that. It's that that Project Z that, that we looks saw. Cool. Looks dope as hell. It looks cool, man. Uh, it, it I'm looks, excited. I love how they have like the novels on there. They kind of like 
like halfway 2D. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's got a cool artistic style that makes it look like you're watching the anime. Yeah. And it's going to be, I guess, like just you playing Goku and going through the Z story. But it's also got like this like combat system yeah. to it. It's got a really interesting combat system to it. I, so I, who knows how it's going to end up. Yeah, man. I mean, and, and just because we've been getting spoiled with Dragon Ball Z stuff and Dragon Ball Z games, I mean, Fighters, and then you got Xenoverse and, and, and Budokai's and all this stuff over the years. We've been in uh, almost a Dragon Ball Z game every year, it seems like, man. So I'm like excited. We're just, just going to see Dragon Ball Kakarot and know exactly everything that happens. Yeah, <laughs> now, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the, the thing. thing yeah, they, you play these games and they can only tell the same story but over they, and over they're again. supposed to be... Um, going through his whole life like where's that start does it start from where's dragon it ball days i hope so or does it i hope it does go through dragon ball days that'd be cool because we if never had dragon ball days we we really don't talk about dragon ball and we don't get that enough dude that'd no. be cool to have like martial art tournaments so yeah. multiplayer online with people yeah you know shit like that that'd be dope man play with older characters like tn yamcha master roshi krillin they were all bad guys and stuff dude like, right. they need to make a dragon ball game not a z not a gt not a, a super Dragon yeah Dragon Ball and then you yeah. noticed they had Kid Goku on there was yeah, that Kid Goku they brought Kid Goku on the yeah. fighters yeah on the uh, fighters but it's like the Kid Goku from GT yeah and he got turned into a kid and it was weird uh, man there's enough Goku's and called Goku grandpa and he was a kid yeah I know it was just <laughs> GT was just a strange strange thing but um yeah so the, I'm excited it, it could have you know been anything, but I was just happy to see some more from that Project Z. Right. And uh, I'm excited. I'm gonna definitely pick it up. So. Oh yeah. Um, but I wanted to mention that. Uh, and just anything else? Oh, Elden Ring, which Elden is Ring. Uh, George R. R. Martin working with the Dark Souls people. Yeah. And that's gonna be fucking crazy. Uh, uh, I think I've seen like a little clip of that, but yeah. I didn't really pay attention. I, I I think I've watched like a trailer and I just I've read up on it. But um, I guess I just want to go into it as blunt as I can. Because I I don't know, man. I don't want to get too hyped because Bloodborne and Dark Souls are awesome games. But I enjoy watching them more than playing them because I get too pissed off I think people are stressed out about like Sekiro and everything. Oh, yeah. People are playing. Yeah. there's you got to be a certain type of person <laughs> and gamer to play those games. you got to get not... the entire game in order to get through the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and Fantasy Star Online. Fantasy Star Online did get announced yeah. during the Xbox market. Yeah, I wanted to the, mention that. Yeah, conference of that. Yeah, uh, I remember playing that on something. I think the GameCube or no, it was Dreamcast. a Nintendo. I thought, man. I could have sworn Dreamcast did some kind of MMO back in the day. <sighs> I gotta look that up, guys. There was a Fantasy it Star game. Could have been GameCube though. Could have been. I, I think, think that, it was. I got introduced to Fantasy Star or Online somehow. Yeah, I think it's probably either one of those. I'll have to look that up, but it, I mean, I think it's cool that it's coming back. Um, and yeah, those are just some of the mentions that I wanted to just at least bring up and right. uh, before we get into like the winners of E3 here. So, uh, do you got anything you want to mention before we get into like Nintendo? Well, uh, we pretty much went through most of all the big stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't much of anything else that we missed out on that was really just like, wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on the indie front. Yeah, Like, true. real quick, I want to bring up, uh, if you like Donkey Kong Country, like the old Donkey Kong Country, mm-hmm. I recommend, like, looking up, like, Ukulele and the Impossible Layer. Okay. Ukulele is coming out with their second game. This is their second game. It's a spiritual successor to the Donkey Kong Country type of style of gameplay. Uh, Grant Cocope and... David Wise are the composers for the music, so you already know it's about to hit. Um, and it's the developers who developed Banjo Kazooie and all the old rare games back in the day too with Playtonic. All of them went to Playtonic mostly. So Ooh, okay. there you go. All right, man. I mean, I mean, like that's the thing. Like we get so caught up in all the big stuff, but really, there's a lot of stuff that unfortunately falls. You know, through the cracks because there's too much. There's stuff that comes out like a week before. Yeah. You know, like we had the Stadia stuff, we had yeah. the Pokemon stuff already, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, Call of Duty remake, just different things are like, hey, the pre, the like the pregame, and then there's just so much. And and, and hey, good though, yeah. because remember, it used to be like, where's the games at? And nobody was showing games. Now it's like, oh my gosh, it's like world premiere, world premiere, <laughs> world, world. You know, that's just, all that was being yeah. said at like Microsoft's press conference. Yeah. And it's pretty thrilling, you know, even if they don't have any exclusives that they really showed off this year. Yeah. Uh, but they did have a lot of the world premieres of different trailers to new games that are coming out on pretty much most of the systems. True, true. Because um, Sony was not there. Yeah, Sony um, was not there, so like everybody went to either Nintendo or Microsoft. Now, do we want to talk about Sony before or after we talk about Nintendo? Mm, I don't know, man. Like it's really uh, give. Well, let's talk about it after. Let's do it. After. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it after because there's not much to talk about. But let's go ahead, man. You're the Nintendo dude. I'm a Nintendo dude. Man. Uh, so what was your impression? What was your overall? You know, best presentation. Yeah. Best presentation. I think I just broke somebody's eardrum doing that. <laughs> Good luck to you in the hospital if I did. But um <laughs> man. Starting off. Yes. Right? Yeah, start anywhere, man. We'll get we'll starting cover off, it all. We'll we'll, I'm just trying to keep it as like chronological as I can. Okay. And if you go uh, off track, cool, cool. We started off with a new Smash Bros. character. Yes. That was being the main hero, the main character for Dragon Quest. Quest. Uh, We mentioned this earlier. Would you get a cool trailer with Link's in there? With Link, and you get him fighting like uh, Marth and everything. Oh, Marth. It was Marth and Meta Knight. He was fighting both of them at the same time, uh, which is pretty awesome, dude. And that was during like the second half of like uh, the main story on Ultimate. World of Light, and um, <clears throat> but anyways, so you start off with a banger. You really do yeah. start off with a banger. It's good introduction. I'm, I'm happy for anybody who's Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and a Smash Brother fan, dude. Because oh, good, dude, yeah. that game already has so many freaking characters, man. A Smash Brothers fan, a Dragon Quest fan, yes, or anybody who's pretty much Japanese, because all these Japanese <laughs> people they know who those characters are. Yeah, yeah. We don't as Americans because all we do is sit around all day eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> In their opinions, uh, so <laughs> so we start off with we that. start off with that uh, the character he comes out um, riding off a horse he hops off the horse yeah knocks out uh, both of them but then uh, but then they go and show us Bowser and then we get that we don't yeah they 
what they did was uh, they introduced the new Nintendo president of America. No, Nintendo Reggie no more, man. President. Yeah, rest in peace, Reggie. Oh, he's not dead, but... <laughs> <laughs> he's still uh, living. He's still out there breathing. <laughs> he probably watched this story. He's still alive. He's yeah. still there. He's still healthy. He's rich as he's fuck, happy, gonna, retired. Oh, dude, he's rich, man. Hell yeah, he's rich. He's stacked. Now he gets to just play. I was hoping that he would just say... I set these things up that you're seeing because we know that these ideas, these games take years. So whatever we're seeing now was like thought of and started on a couple years back. Mm -hmm. So Reggie was involved and I feel like, you know, maybe he should have just kind of showed up one more time. But I understand from a business standpoint, you want to just go, all right, guys, we know you love Reggie, but now we got to get this new guy. We need to get him going because this is who it is. So. Oh, here's Mother 3 for you. Before I go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something, man. I have to get back to playing Animal Crossing New Horizon yeah, on yeah. my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wanted that so bad. Or yeah. if he would have showed up in a disguise or something, he's just in the crowd. Yeah. Just like, oh. <laughs> they have the Mario have mustache. Like the glasses and just yeah. like come out like that or something. Yeah. Yo, that would have cool. been awesome, man. It'd be so dope. Wow. Next but, year, you guys can have that idea. We can, we can, we can hope, man. We can only hope. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it was a lot of stuff that came out on Nintendo's uh, press conference, bro. Which was best, like one of the best presentations, just overall, because they had the mixture of both the trailers with the mm-hmm. CGI trailers. They had some of those, and then on top of that, they had a lot of the gameplay. Gameplay. And Nintendo knows, and how they're to still do doing their, the gameplay. Yeah, they're still doing the treehouse. They had a whole treehouse. A whole press conference showing off everything, man. Mm-hmm. just like, and it lasted for three whole days, man. And they always put a spotlight on stuff so that there was like, okay, so big game, then a couple of little games, little indie sprinkled games, sprinkled in there, sprinkled in there yeah. in between the big games. Go. Yeah, talk about Pokemon a little bit. Jump into another big because they already did a Pokemon Direct mm-hmm. like what a week or two ago. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. it was like last week. Last, like last week or like the week before last. Yeah. And even before then, they had the Mario Maker. Yeah. And so, you know, after they had the Dragon Quest uh, stuff that they spotlighted on, yeah. you know, they talked about Luigi's Mansion 3. Yes, bit. which I am super stoked for because I, really I played Luigi. Mansion on the GameCube. You did? It was I a launch played the original title, one, man, I but I played two. Ooh, oh, man, it's just years. fun seeing Luigi get some love and get his own game. And it's actually got, I love spooky vibes like that. Oh, yeah. It seems like a game I want just for Halloween. <clears throat> I played the arcade one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I went to like this Dave and Buster's and I played the Dave arcade. Dave Buster's. Oh, Never bro, been it was one. fun, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on. we got to go, dude. Go. We'll go. Yeah. Um, Luigi's Mansion 3, I'm excited. It comes oh, yeah, out this definitely. year, right? It. Yes. Yes. Yes, it comes out. I think this fall, dude. Uh, if it comes out in October, you guys are geniuses, Nintendo. But sadly, it's only coming out on the thirteenth of September, and that's it. No other days of any day of the world. No, uh, just September thirteenth, and then once that day's over, they're taking it off the shelves. After that, that's like <laughs> Dragon Quest, I believe, is after that. Really? Yeah, it's on the Switch, Dragon Quest Switch is like after. Ah, uh, man. I mean, it just seems like summer is always. Just kind of a drought. And I don't know why I feel that way, but maybe it's because everything is set up to be a holiday. You call summer a drought? I call summer a drought, Mike. Dude. Don't at me, bro. Dude. (laughs) Don't at me. Okay, so in this month alone, June, 
Yeah. At the time we were recording this, yes. Bloodborne Ritual of the Night. Ritual, I don't... You don't know what that is? DLC? No. That that right there is for all the Castlevania heads. That's coming out this month. Like, possibly in a couple more days, actually. Okay. Uh, like I said, I mentioned okay, earlier. Okay, one. You got Crash one Team Racing. Okay, two. That's coming out on, like, the 23rd. Okay. You also have Super Mario Maker 2. Okay. And Three. that's the big one for that month, for and, this month. And they are... They... Are they're fixing that complaint? That oh yeah, had, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. About you know, it's multiplayer, uh, but you couldn't I'm play with an friends. Interview where Bill Trennan actually spoke with like uh, Gamers playing. Yeah, and he mentioned that it's gonna switch it up uh, when they drop a patch for it. They're actually working on that right now. That's so gonna be awesome. Good for them. We're, gonna, we're probably gonna see like a day one patch where they have. That's what I'm talking like, about. Multiplayer. When it when it comes to you companies, you video games. Mm-hmm. You you got social media. You got a way to put things out there, and and if people are really onto something, I mean, look, if you're playing Mario yeah. and you're playing it online, but you can't play with your friends, you guys need to bring people together with these online games. It's not just fun to play online against people. I want to play with my friends. I want to talk. I want to hang out. Yeah. It's a social experience that it doesn't feel social when I'm playing next to. You know Vader in '96, <laughs> but I don't hear or, or you know, and it's just some stranger. Like I mean, that, those are fun. That's how you meet people, and that's one of the beautiful things about online multiplayer and all platforms. But, right. but come on, man, like catch up with it. That's the only thing that, to me, from the outside looking in, has always been like, dang, Nintendo, you're getting all this other stuff right, but your online still needs some work. But you got games like Splatoon and Mario Maker and plenty of others, Mario Kart, we could go on. Uh, that would just be perfect if you had like a better online oh, service. service. And it's like, you you just said we're about to be on year four? It's like, come on guys. Like, oh, you gave it man. to people for free for a year because you didn't, it wasn't ready, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, this is the third year we're in, so that will be year four and by so, March. And I mean, it, you shouldn't need a cell phone and have a thir- another <laughs> app to play. You should have Xbox Live. Yeah, you should basically your switch should handle that on its own, mm-hmm. and and it should be notified uh, or it should notify the the player like, hey, when you are on handheld handheld mode, my bad, it's gonna bring the battery down faster. That's fine, like, but people are gonna be connected to a battery anyway. Yeah, or just try to like encourage people to go use free Wi-Fi, play you know at your coffee shops, whatever, or and, or play a switch revision. What's, what, what you like mean? a hardware revision. Ooh, they could like a pro version. Like a pro version with a better battery and better optimization that could equally distribute between graphics and the battery. They are probably they are probably working they're, they're setting themselves up to do this one thing next year. They're gonna go Switch Pro in the Switch or OG Switch version. Mini price drop. I would say that they are probably gonna do that, and they're gonna stop with just like the base model switches, and what? then. Uh, yeah, like I would see them doing like a Switch Mini, start with the base model switches and have like the Switch Pros. Wow. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I can see that too. I don't know. Like, they they do need to, like, they don't have to compete with Sony and Microsoft. And we've heard in this E3 conference, uh, Microsoft brag about power and graphics. 
you know? I have them both yeah. in my hands. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's collecting the <laughs> Infinity Stones. Ding. The studio's next. Ding. You know, like, I see what... Psychonauts is my <laughs> Do you think that Microsoft is uh, using Nintendo to get an upper hand on Sony versus them just wanting to be cool with Nintendo? Because, you know, <clears throat> they're all about power. Nintendo is doing their own thing, but maybe Microsoft's like, hey, if you don't want to compete, cool, bro. Do your own thing, but help us out. I yeah. like how that Nintendo's keeping that niche that they're not compete. They're not competing. They aren't. They're doing their own thing. So I love in a it. sense, the like Microsoft's catching on to something that's really smart doing this. Kind of doing their own thing. They're not exactly losing money here. True. They're not losing any money here. They just have this system where they could put certain games on it for it that where it won't hurt anything. You know, it won't hurt the finances of Microsoft. It'll actually boost up that kind of thing. It seems like... Stuff next... that's more for, like, the single player and the couch co-op. Yeah, yeah. And and tell me if you agree, man. Like, next generation, <clears throat> the, one of my biggest hopes that I'm starting to see... That the is... Nintendo Xbox. Well, close. No, very close. No, honestly. Close, I'm talking about, like, these companies are learning that you win if we play together. Like, seriously, because Sony... And Xbox, there's going to be a lot more cross, you know, play. Yeah, Phil um, actually mentioned that during the press conference. Really? Yeah, he, he mentioned that. Oh, I don't remember. My bad. <laughs> but, I mean, it does make sense that that's what it is all leading to, is that with things like the Stadia, where you play on multiple things. But and they want cross-play with that, too. So, I think it's going to be just, like, what hardware and what features <laughs> that are exclusive to you. Right. What product are you selling me then? What service are you selling me? Because now you're not... I'm not just buying a PlayStation or Xbox. I'm getting the whatever your online service is. And what, <laughs> what if I like Xbox Live more than, you know, PlayStation Plus? You know what I'm saying? So, it just becomes... Uh, there's a lot more to, to look at and think about. But Nintendo just doing its own thing seems to just be paving the way for them to succeed right. and they can like they can do a pro or they could do a mini i mean but they're still selling this thing and exactly. they're getting so much support they're yeah. getting so many ports now that if you're like, a casual gamer this is what you don't think they're... exactly dude and that's what the problem's been with nintendo when they were trying to compete was the fact that they were lacking in third-party support now that they don't care about it they're succeeding, selling, and, and companies are like, yo, Nintendo's, <laughs> my bad. Sorry, we, were, we didn't believe in you. We jump shipped yeah. the, during like the Wii U. Uh, can we come back? We would love to make some games there for your Switch. There talks about uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Though. On the Switch? Yeah. Dude, that's, it's bound to happen, dude. It, it's, it's bound to happen. It's going to happen sooner or later. And, and it's going to succeed with or without these companies. And it's shown that it can. And, and, and it's going to thrive because it's got a perfect balance of nintendo exclusives throughout every year you yeah. have something and and you're always being told that this year is the zelda year you're going to get these zelda things next year it's going to be metroid and then we're going to bring you a new mario but sprinkled in between they're giving you all these games that are like amazing that you can play witcher 3 on the switch dude Witcher 3 that's unheard that of that, that dog on tablet's gonna blow up, bro. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Oh, that would suck. Wouldn't that suck? That'd be a horrible oh, PR God. moment for Nintendo if the Switch was like, it was flying high until I don't they started think blowing it would up. be Nintendo's fault. It'll just be like the optimization. If they ended it to like panic button or something like that for the optimization, then you're fine. Yeah. Because they, they know how to pull it off without the Switch taking too much of a hit from it. 
It's 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 very exciting though, and that's why I'm really wanting to get into a switch. But let's let's keep on track, man. I just there's just so many things to talk with it yeah. because it's so interesting that they are winning because they oh, aren't competing. There's a there's a, a lot of stuff that actually really did come out with uh, this Nintendo Direct though, and there's some stuff that just had been like so fast that it just glossed over real quick. Um, we finally got Spyro written out a trilogy. Yeah, cool, cool. They got confirmed for the Switch. It's supposed to be coming out sometime, probably, I think, next month or the month after next. That'd be cool. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I forgot all about that. But I remember, didn't, isn't Crash on the Switch now? Yeah, Crash is, Crash Insanity trilogy, the Insane trilogy. That's weird, man. That's Sony. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, that, that, that's all Activision, though, you know. Activision is being weird with their stuff. I hope that they actually have it on the cartridge yeah. when it comes down to the spiral thing, though. Because if they have it where you just download the other two games, that's going to ruin it. Well, hopefully they don't do that. Yeah. Um, when it comes down to games, uh, what other games? We got a Contra. Ooh, I mean, yeah. look, Contra's cool, but come on. But man. we did get a Contra collection. Oh yeah, but they they, they just kind of like shoot it in there. They shot it like, up in there, like, in and out real quick. Like, and, oh look, uh, and you're like, what? but everybody's like, we're ignoring this uh, new game you got here because it looks like shit. But we will go to uh, feels the old like they just stuff. had to have something to show at E3. They're like, yo, that's we'll get... like a tertiary, I think. That sucks. You get the, I guess they get the funding, and it's like, but you have to show something at E3. Like we have this contract with these Konami, just either. Uh, Go bankrupt or just speak to the pachinko machines. Ah oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> People pooping on Konami. Just, just, just like get rid of like Castlevania and like send that to somebody else who actually appreciates it. Damn, like Nintendo. <laughs> it's either gotta go to Nintendo or, or somebody or Sega probably. Ooh, Sega. Sega. Sega's out Sega. here still hanging out. They're Sega's doing the just, Mario and Sonic Sega's Olympics. Got a lot that they sitting on right now. Yeah, Sega's been busy. Sega's got like this uh, dream, this not Dreamcast, but a Genesis uh, expansion thing that they're doing. Like a a mini? Something. It's something, but they're they're up to no good. Um, I like Sega. And Sega, you know, they've been really busy, man. They got Persona that Sonic 5. movie, dude. Oh, oh, we're thinking about two different things, man. You know I mean? My bad. Sonic Go. movie, sure, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Persona Five, yo. We got Persona Five. We got a little bit more details on Persona Five and everything like Persona that. That's coming out in November. Not yet. I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. Hey man, it's just calling it here, man. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen at some point, and it should. It should have been happening. True. Uh, we are getting Persona 5 Scramble. Okay. That's like a Dynasty Warriors thing. I'm glad that we actually brought up uh, Atlas, though, because they did have a little bit of something. But the thing is, though, is that we're missing a lot of stuff from Atlas right now. Hmm, like See, what? Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5. I have no idea what you are talking about. Exactly. You know why? Why? Because Atlas doesn't like to advertise for their game. <laughs> they don't like to talk about it. <laughs> But Shimagami Tensei 5 is supposed <laughs> to be an, a, a Nintendo Switch exclusive. And they've only talked about it like three times since, you know. And they did the same thing they did this time that they did with uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions on the Wii U. Which was one of the like cult classics that was just like slept on, heavy slept on. Mm. But the game was like a cross between Fire Emblem and Shimagami Tensei. I like Fire Emblem. Yeah. Uh, but it's not Fire Emblem. <laughs> no, it's, not. it's not Fire Emblem. <clears throat> it's it's just totally just Shin Megami Tensei Persona. Hmm. 
Um, anyway, Shin Megami Tensei, speaking of which, Persona is actually a sub-series. Shin Megami Tensei is actually the main series. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, that's that's why it's called Shin Megami Tensei The more Persona. you know. Yeah. That's interesting, though, because I thought Persona was like its own little thing. Yeah, Shin Megami Tensei Persona 5. Now it's just, it's just regularly called Persona 5, but it's Shin Megami Tensei Persona 5. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did not know that. Uh, they got all the same monsters and everything. All Which, the same spirits and Persona. People love Persona 5. Yes. Never played it. You got to play it, bro. What am I doing? I don't know. But wait for the royal. Just if you're gonna get into Persona, wait for the royal. Or if you find like the base game cheap, I guess you could play that. But I would wait for the royal. Yeah, because you are so close to it now. But back to this, um, we also had a couple of games that were really interesting to me. And Go for it. Those those are my babies, man. These are two of my babies. Mm. Now. If you know me well, you know that I'm a Xenoblade head. Yes. Luke, you know I'm a Xenoblade I head. I absolutely know this. Like, you still had not even beat the I game. Even... Why did I even give you my Wii U, bro? Why did I give you my Wii U? <laughs> bro, I'm sorry. I'm letting you down. I'm sorry. It's okay. I no, know. Man. I know you be working a lot, man. I, I know that Xenoblade is good, though, man. At Just least I know it's like in good hands, man. Is it? Yeah, man. If it wasn't going to collect us over here, it was yeah. going to collect us in my house. Well, there you go. I guess that's one way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll get to it, man. I promise. But the games I'm talking about, uh, we're talking about Damon X Machina. Okay. Damon okay. X Machina. Bro, if you like like mechs. Okay, I like, like mechs. Like mechs, Gundam? Like okay. Gundam. Okay. Yes, it's Gundam. It's Gundam. It's Gundam, Xenoblade. Uh, hack and slash, shooty shooty bang bang, just straight up bang, action. Bang. Doesn't look like it will run on the switch, but it totally Put runs it on, on the switch. switch. Yeah, don't count the switch out. Now they had a prototype demo a couple of months back, and uh, they got a lot of re- uh, feedback from that, and they okay. totally reworked the game a little bit more. Um, it's a new IP, right? Yeah, it's a new IP for Nintendo, and it's exclusive to the switch. Bro. Dang it. I know, right? Let's go. It's exclusive to the Switch. I don't think it's published by the Switch <laughs> by Nintendo, but it's an exclusive to they the Switch for right now. They are doing it, man. They are doing it. All right, all right. They are killing Let's it, bro. Top that. Top that. What's your number you two? Got another new IP. Hey, and you know where this one's from? Introducing Platinum Games. Platinum Games. Platinum. Now games. tell people who are listening they may not be familiar with Platinum Games. What Platinum is- Games is best known from the creators who made. Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry. They've done the Devil May Cry games. Okay. Like the older ones. The the originals? Yeah, the OG okay. ones. They did those. Okay. okay. Um, Beautiful Joe. Oh my God, I love Beautiful Joe, dude. Mm. Played that on the GameCube. The Wonderful 101. If you haven't played Beautiful, if you play Beautiful Joe and you haven't played Wonderful 101, what's wrong with you? I don't know, man. See. <laughs> I'm having an intervention. Right I, now. like, literally, I sold my Wonderful 101. Right before I gave you who to you, so like I kind of regret it now, man. But like that game, you could beat it in a day. I promise, though, it's like the best fifteen dollars you'll ever spend in your life. Um, I believe you. But uh, what else did they do? Uh, near, near Automata. Oh, mm-hmm. which a lot of people like. It's people on the PlayStation. It. Yeah, and uh, one of the best known games is Bayonetta. Oh, they make they make yeah. all those. That's all the same people. This is like the same people, the same team, led by the main dude. Oh, yeah. And one more. Okami. Oh, my God. That's Okami, a, That's a bro. nice resume, dude. That's a big resume. And I haven't played that's those games, but resume. based off of, like, word of mouth, people are usually praising those Not titles. even a single one of those games got a bad rep. 
that oh, I just mentioned. Hey, man, I believe it. Not even I a mean, single one of them. I'm like, sure people the, listen believe it, too. The only time that, like, really got a bad rep for real that I can really count yeah. is uh, the port of Bayonetta, the original Bayonetta. The port to what? To the PS3. Oh. And that one was the worst one. PS3 was kind of the weakest of the Sony's, I thought. I think so, too. It's but like... <laughs> at the same time, though, it's not much of a power difference between yeah. the PS3 and the PS4. Literally. Don't say that, dude. Yeah. No, you'll, no, break, you'll melt people's minds. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I'm sorry, y'all, but like that's facts. My whole life is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> the PS3 was very powerful for a system it was. For the system it was. 360 owned that era. It was $600 for a reason. Damn. Yeah. Think so, about it, guys. It was, it was $600 for a reason. And they had to cut costs on some of that stuff. <sighs> so they got rid of the backwards compatibility and all that. Uh, those bad, bad choices right yeah. there. Don't do that again, Sony. But bad. the big game that I was going to build yes, up to Your was new IP. The new IP is called Astral Chain. Astral Chain. And Astral Chain, you play as these, like, cops. Okay. And they're set in this future world where the cops have standos, right? They have standos. You know, you know what I mean by standos, right? If you ever seen JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Standos. I've watched. JoJo. No, I've only watched. Zawardo. I've only watched the first. Like, <laughs> part of the season. <laughs> no, I'm, Bro, I'm, you I'm, gotta get the I'm getting into JoJo's right now. Yeah, just started not too long ago. So This man is finally getting into JoJo, and I told him to try and get into it back in I'm January. preaching the word of JoJo for a while now. Yeah, like. <laughs> me and Melzy, we got yeah, on to the occasion. Yeah, that's right. JoJo, yeah, that's true. That's so, true. Do you, you need to catch up, right? Everybody that suggests me, Anime, Jackson, Harrison, Matt, Mike, Melzy, everybody pretty much that I know are fans of anime, even Grant. I, I, I'm sorry for everybody. Uh, I try. I'm trying to catch up, but now I'm doing all these Dragon Ball Z stuffs, and probably after I get done with that, if I'm gonna get up, really into it. If you catch up to JoJo, I'll forgive you for the Xenoblade. Okay, okay, I'll catch up. I'll catch up on JoJo's. Really have me intrigued though. It's really unique. If you guys oh, don't know anything about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, go check it out. If you got Crunchyroll, Funimation. Or just uh, YouTube. Just ch- <laughs> but, uh, back to uh, Astro Chain. Yeah, back to Astro Chain. <laughs> back to Astro Chain. Um, the thing about Astro Chain is the gimmick is you are playing as these this cop, right? And you yes. can create your own character. We found out that uh, you could play. You, you have like a twin. There's these twins, right? And yes. It's a boy and a girl. You can either choose to play as the the male or the female, and you uh, basically can create your own character. And the cops in this world, they basically have these, like, partners that are, like, tethered to them. And they're uh, called uh, legions. Mm. <clears throat> and there's, like, they're, like, these other world beings that pretty much uh, can tether you to another side of the dimension, another dimension. And so it's got a lot of sci-fi, and it's kind of like Batman in the sense of that, you know, that detective vision Batman. Okay, I like that. Like the yeah. Arkham series? Yeah, it's kind of okay. like the Arkham series, Detective Vision and Word. stuff. It's tight, bro. It's like really tight combat. Astro Chain. If you like like uh, hack and slash or just beat em ups in general, yeah. you are going to love this game. Okay. The gameplay on it is gorgeous. All that. Okay, one second, everybody. Uh, we'll be right back. I'm going to watch the, I'm gonna watch some Astro Chain, and then I'll be right back. Okay. All right, everyone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, well, Mike just showed me some Astral Chain gameplay, and I got to say, 
That's dope as hell, and I'm super excited to check it out, dude. Thank yeah, you. Thank yeah. you. Also, uh, I got a chance to see uh, Damon X Machina. Yes. Damon X Machina is a uh, uh, type of game where it's more like you playing as like these mechs and everything like that. So like, if you're into like Gundam or you are a Xenoblade fan or just into like just some like hardcore action, all yeah. that kind of kind yeah. of stuff. Maybe like third person shooters, anything like that. And it's a really cool game. It's got a really interesting story to it. And I would recommend checking that one out. So if you guys are listening right now and you haven't checked these out, pause the podcast. Go check out the gameplay from the Nintendo Treehouse. I recommend seeing (laughs) all of these press conferences, honestly. Yes. Because everything here was just so well done. Yeah, it was, man. It was actually like... I don't know. It's surprising to see Nintendo come to E3. Yes, Sony's not there. Okay, whatever. But to come out there and just like really tear it up, man. Oh yeah. I mean, and and I I just think that since they do these directs and stuff that they're constantly showing things that they wouldn't really they would run out of gas. You know, like everybody was saying Pokemon was their big big hit. And that is coming out soon and Pokemon is a big deal especially after like Detective Pikachu. People are getting really back into Pokemon and stuff. But now you're showing me new IPs, you're showing me new yeah. ports, uh, sequels, you know, remakes, remasters. You're just flooding this console with a lot of content, and uh, I'm pleased, man. The funny thing is is that it's coming from places where we wouldn't even expect it to come from. Yeah. Specifically, Microsoft. Microsoft has been putting out, like, some pretty good games, some really hard hitters, actually. Um this generation on the uh, Nintendo Switch. Uh, first, we got Cuphead. That was a couple months back. And now mm-hmm. we are getting uh, Super Lucky's Tale. Yeah, and you showed Super me Lucky, that. Yeah, yeah, I showed you a little bit of Super Lucky's Tale. And basically, what Super Lucky Tale is, is it's, it's kind of like another 3D platformer. So if you're into, like, if you kind of, like, over Mario Odyssey or something mm-hmm. like that, and you want to get into another, like, 3D platformer kind of game, I recommend checking something like that out. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it looks like it's a Nintendo game. Man. Yeah, it really it, does mean, look like it's a Nintendo seems game. Seems like Microsoft is like, yo, yeah. you guys take these. You'll They'll probably do better on your platform than ours. Yeah, I would compare like I would compare like Lucky's Tale, Super Lucky's Tale to like how Mario 64 was back on the 64 mm-hmm. or like how he is Classic. now. You know, and especially with like the animations and the different running style like all that and uh there's other games too that's supposed to be coming to the switch that you know that didn't have anything to be part of like e3 they're supposed to be like a hat in time which is like this super adorable game but is very much on the same line as like uh banjo kazooie is okay right so uh moving on from there uh we also we we talked about luigi's mansion right yeah we did yeah, we, we talked did. about luigi's mansion it was pretty cool you so know i'm excited spooky mm-hmm. times ahead uh Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Yes. We got a little bit more information about that. A couple more details. We got confirmation cool. that the color dungeon is going to be in the game from the Ooh. color, the Game Boy Color DX Interesting. version. Yeah, yeah. We got that. On top of that, we got Super Zelda Dungeon Maker. What? Yeah, we got Super Zelda Maker. What? Yes, sir. Are you sure? There's a, there's a Dungeon Maker in the game. A Dungeon Maker inside the game? Yes. 
It's not its own thing. It's, it's inside own, it, the it, game. It's in the game, man. Interesting. It's very interesting. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, it really suits. That's gonna be cool. It suits the style that yeah. uh, this game actually has because of how things look so stop motion, mm. claymation, animation, and everything looks like a toy or something like that, or something that you just want to like cuddle up to and just <laughs> like fall asleep or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um. On top of that. Oh, well, we can talk about Pokemon for a little bit. Yeah, we can. I guess. I mean, yeah. we 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 basically they didn't show us too much new stuff. Uh, you know that we hadn't seen in that Pokemon Focus one. Overall, man, yeah. I just gotta say, you know, Nintendo and like Game Freak, man, they've been acting up with all the waifus now lately, man. Yeah, we got a whole new waifu, actually. bro. Yeah, there's like Her a name couple is of them. Nessa, and she's oh. the water, the water gym, gym leader. Yeah, man, it's oh, getting, man. it's getting. Uh, it's getting kind of crazy out there in the Pokemon world. She bad, bro. <laughs> she bad. <laughs> she dark skinned. Man, they are just like they're bringing the stuff water. that's new to Pokemon, man. But they're also like making sure that they 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 please the fans. Okay, let's just she say that they please in the fans. They they they're gonna add some cool new Pokemon. The new Pokemon that we've seen have looked cool. The new characters. She got her toes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just it's look, man. She's wearing a swimsuit. <laughs> it's like a water suit. Because she's a water gym. So a lot of people are kinda like, Hey man, where's all those clothes at? I was yeah. like, Well, she's like in a swimsuit, I guess. And on top of that, we uh during the Pokemon direct we got Sonya. Oh yeah. Yeah, people are still wondering if that's over eighteen. I don't know. Man. They, sometimes it can be a little risque. It can be a little oh risque. God, man! They know. Hey, people know now. People yeah. know now. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. But uh, yeah, man, Pokemon's been acting up, bro. We, yeah, I can't wait for it. You know, and they didn't even shows. show a lot. In this. they didn't show a yeah. lot. They showed more on like uh the direct the treehouse. Yeah, exactly. After the game, and they just showed like the the demo that was being played. They already, they already went through, and they already pretty much just focused heavily on Sword and Shield, and now they're but like, "Hey, man!" They did give us stuff. a couple of um of things like what. So like when you're in the overworld uh-huh. and you're connected to the internet, you can see other players. What? Yes. Yes, you can see other players. Local or wireless, like like over Both. the uh, like online. Both. Oh, okay. Cool. Like cool. online, you can see them. You can open up your uh thing and they will be just appearing there and they can come up to you you can interact with them can you play well. with friends like that yeah you can play with friends like that yeah, oh my God. yeah. that's gonna be awesome oh yeah it's i think it's so already awesome. cool enough that the pokemon are out and about wondering right and, and stuff like that i think that's really interesting because it, it makes it more immersive it, it feels like it's you're actually roaming the lands where pokemon are at and uh you know i'm excited man i mean I didn't think that not talking about Pokemon as much would still please me, you know, because it's kind of weird that they, to me, it's weird that they talked about it before E3. Yeah. But I understand now after we talked about it and just thinking about it, it's like, all right, they had some other heavy hitters and yes, that was is. the thing, dude. Cause if they did focus on Pokemon, like they were going to, then we wouldn't have time for all this other stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, everything would have got totally glossed over, especially the fact that we totally just glossed over Resident Evil. Yeah, that was a cool trailer. Yeah, I like that. I, I, I like that commercial. Like trailer. It was, it was I thought it was cool. It was like a 90s <laughs> commercial. Oh, man. It was like a 90s commercial, but it was just so pointless. <laughs> yeah. Just give me the... Just just tell me, man. Just, oh, man. We need me. more trailers of people playing and having fun playing the game. Not on my Nintendo Direct, though, man. No, like, yes. That's too much time to burn. 
bro. No, nah, like a TV spot. There's no time limit on these directs. They can make it as long and short as they want. <laughs> it's not. It's not Resident Evil's fault with their creative commercial and marketing team. <laughs> just kidding, dude. I understand what you're saying. How do you go all the way to the middle of the woods just to pull your switch out and play the game? You know, Man, as soon as you hear a sound, you want to leave. I mean, it wasn't more than a sound. You're breaking <laughs> and entering. You're probably going to get arrested. <laughs> Someone's coming home. Somebody's coming yeah. home, man. It's but just cool seeing games like Resident Evil on the Switch. So. All they did was just remind people that, um, you know, you got pretty much most of the Resident Evil games on the yeah. Switch now. And you can play it anywhere. Yeah. So that, okay. And they the trailer really was emphasizing on 5 and 6 mostly because yeah. those were the new ones the new that ones. were getting ported. Uh, recently, we got Resident Evil 4 as well as 1 um, and the prequel 0. Uh, the only ones that we are really missing are the Code Veronica and 3. Which I'm sure they'll come out in time. In time. There's actually rumors going around that 3 is getting a remake. Really? Yes. Well, they are remaking. Well, like the other Resident Evil. Yeah, they're the, making 3, and I think they're going to do Veronica as well. They might as well, I guess, if they're going to uh, keep doing them. And yeah, they're successful. That's technically like 3 for real. Okay. Well, okay. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I, I really hope so, man. I really hope they find out when they, whenever they're going to do It's that. like Resident Evil's like... They I'm surprised have, that none of that got revealed like this year. E- e- this year? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it would have... If like Sony did something, like I think it would have came, it out, came out on Sony. Well, it feels like they had a, a new formula like from Biohazard or 7 and now they're kind of revisiting the past and kind of applying certain things and kind of revisiting those places. I feel like we still got time because... Yeah. Um, you know, we still got Comic-Con right around the corner. Yeah, that's true. We got, st- I mean... So, like, a lot of big games do come out around time, like Comic-Con. They get revealed. Yeah. Do so, they? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Big games, uh, along with, like, movies and yeah. television shows. True. Because Comic-Con is just this whole, like, melting pot of And you got things like Marvel <clears throat> Ultimate Alliance 3. Oh, yes. I forgot that. Yeah, we had yeah. that. We have that, and that's, yeah. like, comic-related, so we might see more stuff during Comic-Con for that. That would make sense. Uh, that's getting revealed. That getting revealed. Uh, not revealed. Released? Released, yes. Yeah. Uh, that getting released, like, on the 15th of July. Okay. That's right up. I'm going to try to have my Switch by then. That's right up against, like, uh, Fire Emblem. I love, for for take it for what it is, but the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games for... for and it looks polished. It yeah. looks polished. It looks well Some people made. don't like the new art style. I mean, I understand, but, you know, I think with a new game after so long, you might as well come out well, not trying to look like the It's a breath past. of fresh air, man. Yeah. And at that time in that day and age you know everybody was trying to have those more realistic graphics and yeah. like nobody wants that nowadays they, well, they want colors man you know nobody cares about that kind of thing now nowadays. speaking of a breath of fresh air <laughs> you tried <laughs> i guess we're getting some more breath of the wild huh or a sequel, at least. What did you think about that? Because if we're talking about the big news from this E3, this actually this, falls in second place. Man. This falls in second place. So what did you think about that reveal? It was kind of spooky. Yeah. It had a horror vibe to it. Like, you know? Yeah. Uh, we're talking about uh, Breath of the Wild sequel that they announced is in development, which, what does that mean? I guess they're working on it. I mean, I'm, what stage is development? Just the I'm concept? suspecting... And don't quote me on this. No quote. But um, what it is is that they began development right after they was done with their DLC. Really? Yes. That would make... Now, what they could do that would be cool... Yeah, what would be cool? Is if they had, like, 
the Battle of Fort Hateno as a extra DLC before Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. Now, do you think it's going to be called Breath of the Wild 2? Yes. Probably. I do not think so. Probably. I hate it's, when sequels are named 1, 2, and 3. You it's need... probably going to be like, I don't know, Death of the Wild or something. I think, real quick, segue while I think about it, we need to make a petition for them to rename the Iron Man trilogy in the MCU... Uh, it shouldn't be Iron Man, Iron Man 2, and Iron Man 3. <laughs> like, every other movie has You're a different right. name. You're right. And they just go, Iron, Iron Man, Man 2, two Iron three, Man 3, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but you got, like, Dark World, Ragnarok, Winter Soldier. Even Guardians, man. It's just yeah, called Volume, volume two. 2. Which kind of makes sense. But then again, I wish it was, like, Volume 2, the blah, blah, blah. You it's know? Yeah, so I hope that they don't just go, Breath of the Wild. Two. I mean, I don't think Zelda has ever done a two. It works with certain games, though. It, it does. does work with certain things, like a Contra. Like how Super Mario Galaxy Two, you could do that. Fair. You're not gonna have a story compared. Mario sixty four. Just kidding. Mario sixty four. I know it's not the sixty fourth installment. Two. Be... <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that would be horrible. Oh well, I mean, and I like how they did it with like Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie. Oh yeah, be uh, creative. But what was the last one that was on 360? Nuts and balls. balls. <laughs> I don't think it's nuts and balls. That's bolts, that's right? What it was cars. Yeah. Nuts see, that's when it doesn't work out in your favor. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, I was <laughs> sorry for that sidebar tangent, but I think that you know this get that petition going, guys. Yeah, we we really should. Man. But what did you think about the uh, Zelda? Boy. Yeah. Oh man, if you could get into the lore of Breath of the Wild, and that's a whole episode if I wanted to. <laughs> Yo, something. that would be awesome. Bro, like, okay, uh, real quick, I want to do a shout out to uh, Triforce out there. He, his YouTube channel is Empire Arcadia. You should check him out. Uh, this dude has pretty much made the timeline, like the, uh, the, the whole timeline, uh, and actually it makes sense where it's chronological, where it's not like the official Hylian timeline uh, compared to that. Uh, but he has his own timeline that he goes by where everything lines up and there's literally no holes in the story. Okay, so <clears throat> when I say that it has no holes in the plot line, like he counts every single game in the entire every series. Oh, okay. Wow. Every single game, right? <clears throat> and tries to... Put it on this like so linear like, timeline. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. So like you know the the ultimate time the ultimate thing that pretty much messed up the whole timeline is where um, the Ocarina of Time happened mm. and it split it off into two timelines, different dimensions. Actually, it's two timelines with uh, Triforces, and it comes back and re realigns itself Ooh. in a sense with his. With his theory. Breath of the Wild is in the future, right? Breath of the Wild is at the very end of this timeline. 10,000 years after the last game. What? Yes. So this is 10,000 years. This this right here yeah. is basically a soft reboot for Nintendo to the entire Breath of the Wild. Well, not Breath of the Wild. But the entire Legend of Zelda <laughs> series, right? Yeah. Because by this time, this is where the first two games happened right 
this is the the first two games are at the very end of the timeline before you go into uh breath of the wild okay okay yeah so ganondorf uh the ganondorf that we see in this breath of the wild 2 teaser right <clears throat> there's a theory that he's either the Ganondorf that we know and love, which is the first Ganondorf, this is Ganondorf Dragmire, or it could be Ganondorf Dragmire the second. Hmm, what do you think? It could go either way, man. Yeah. Now, the way he described uh, the entire series is that uh, if you know your Zelda Lord, you know who Demise is. Do you? No. Absolutely not. Okay, so <laughs> Ganondorf is... Teach me, sensei. Ganondorf is not evil because he's Ganondorf. Ganondorf is evil because of Demise's control over Ganondorf. Ganondorf oh, is actually the king of the Gerudo people. The Gerudo people are these this like tribe of women, like the Amazonians, right? Okay. And every thousand years or a hundred years or so, like they have a male. And that man is supposed to be the king of all the Gerudo. Oh, okay. Right? I'm following. I'm following. Um, and so... So he's under a curse or mind control? Possession. Okay. Possession, curse, mind control, whatever. You want to call it possession, though. Um, so the Ganondorf that you see in Ocarina of Time mm -hmm. is the same Ganondorf that you see in Twilight Princess. Okay. And the same Ganondorf that you see in Wind Waker. Okay, so that's three. Okay. Not three. Well, Only no, like one. three three games. Three games. Yeah. Across the board, though, like, all, all of them are, like, the same Ganondorf. Okay. With gotcha. the same memories. That's why every single time you see a different Link, but, like, Ganondorf knows who those people are. Ah, so they've been reincarnated. Yeah. They've been reincarnated, but Ganondorf has always been there. Ah, okay. Gotcha. gotcha. Right. So, pretty much, the way he said it, the way he theorized it is that, uh... After getting rid of, uh, after defeating Ganon for good, uh, what they did was the Yiga clan inside of Breath of the Wild, which mm -hmm. we know is established by then, they're like derivatives off of the Sheikah clan. Sheik, you know who Sheikah is? Yes, from Breath of the Wild, yeah. From Ocarina. Damn it. <laughs> uh, but Sheik, uh, Impa. Impa is a Sheikah. Heard the name. Impa is a Sheikah. She is the second maid, the maiden to uh, Zelda. Okay. And like the guardian of the goddess Hyrule. All that. Um, what, what was I going to say? Uh, the Yiga clan is basically somebody who they pretty much just worship uh, Demise. Demise is the Triforce of Power. Oh, okay. The Triforce of Power is Demise. Demise is the Triforce of Power. Gotcha. This is, I'm telling you, man. It's a whole yeah. episode, bro. We, we really shouldn't even be trying to get into it. I, I, I'm just taking it in, bro. I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm absorbing this information. I don't know the lore of Zelda for real, for real. So, if since I'm going to just go ahead and run this by you, like Demise is the Triforce of Power. Okay. The other two, Triforce of Wisdom, Hylia is the Triforce of Wisdom. The Goddess Hylia. What's wisdom. the third one? The third one is the Triforce of Courage. Courage, wisdom, and power. Fierce deity Link. Fierce deity Link is what appeared when Link fought Majora in Majora's Mask at the end. Okay. You know where he had the swords and the Sikh design, everything like that. 
That's Link in his awakened state. Awakened? Yeah, basically. He's woke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's enlightened. But the, the theory that Triforce has is that Ganondorf somehow is re- resurrected, comes to his senses, and sees what has been done to him and what he has done to mm-hmm. his people and to Hyrule. And he goes into this, like, character arc where he's just like trying to like you know what i'm saying uh make make his make his wrongs right make like, yeah make, make his wrongs right and he's got that. karma and he's trying yeah, to get he's, his karma he's right. trying to like do everything yeah, to make yeah. things he's like right. i messed up my bad hey can i, can I can't be believe cool? that like this triforce of power got in the best of me and everything like that power corrupts him. power corrupted him basically demise corrupted yeah, him it's like he had the ring yes power. yes and so in the, the sense of doing that he appears in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, he's at the end, right? And no, he's he's not. What? Yeah. See, at the end again uh, we'll get into that later. Um <laughs> <laughs> but the the trick is that Ganondorf appears after seeing uh that there is a uh, what's it called? Ganondorf is there sometime before or after breath of the wild before breath of the wild okay like it's before before like the, before like this whole ten thousand year time jump yeah he was this right. is still him and like the zelda that came before the current zelda uh-huh. uh would be like zelda's grandmother great-grandmother one of those um is the same is the one that fought with Ganondorf and the same one that pretty much saw what he was doing wrong and he sacrificed himself and was buried under the castle with demise inside of him to seal him for good to make him like yeah I see what you're saying um so this this trailer that we saw or teaser shows him shows Ganondorf that's Ganondorf like as a that's mist? the king of the Gerudo, the mist man thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You see the long, off red hair. Yeah, you see him like this, and he's like screaming. It's got horror vibes, and it's got mad horror vibes. You see the hole. So this the is hand, after- there's like a hand, a blue hand that's yeah. like covering his hole in his chest. That same hole is where the the master sword stabbed him. Oh, okay. Yeah, twice. So the, someone's bringing him back. Somebody brought him back. Oh, snap. Somebody brought him back more multiple times. He always gets brought back. He either gets regenerated or comes back, or he's he's never really killed. He's, yeah. he's, like he's always sealed away, but he's never he's killed. Voldemort. Yeah. Like He put his soul in other places. No, I'm just kidding. It's like Voldemort. But that, that, that's a whole other episode. Yeah, bro. man, we can Maybe do a whole other do something. Book. Maybe whenever that we get some more information on Breath of the Wild. Yes. But that's the theory that I think I want to go with because that feels so awesome, man. Like, that is such a character arc. If you had Ganondorf coming up and just, like, being just, like, this character that's, like, self-sacrificing, it would change the whole meaning of what (laughs) Doriot means on Super Smash Bros. What's that mean? 
side smash when he gets this big ass sword and just do <laughs> 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 oh, it. Well, hey man, that's a perfect segue, bro. You have just brought up a perfect segue. Speaking of the Super Smash of the Brothers that are smash ultimate, ultimate. Uh, what what was your highlight to Nintendo's whole conference, though, bro? In Smash 64, we were going to get him. But due to time constraints, it never came to surface. And then, in Super Smash Bros. Melee, he got bought out by a rival company. Dun dun. But he was planned to be in the game. Dun dun. One game passed. Dun dun. And a ton of characters got cut. Another game passed. Dun 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 dun. Some characters returned, others still got cut. Dun 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 dun. And by game five, dun. we get one tweet. Dun, dun. Two tweets. Dun, 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 dun. On Twitter. Dun, 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 dun. And it's from Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox. Dun, 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 dun. Who is he, you might say? He's the head of Xbox. He is the person that's responsible for taking away one of our idols. <laughs> our, I don't know if... I, is he our idol? <laughs> My bad. Uh, from Nintendo idol, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he's a big... He's a big, he's kind of a big deal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, this fall, right? It's this just, fall. This fall. Coming to theaters near you. Yes. <laughs> The duo has returned. Dun, 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 and they brought dun, gifts. Jiggies. Jinjos. And a whole new stage. <laughs> Banjo <laughs> and Kazooie <laughs> join Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> Bro, what did you think about that? Oh my god, yo, bro. What'd like, I lost my voice. Like, even now, my voice cannot hit, like, a mid-range. And, like, somebody asked me to sing this upcoming Saturday. And, like, I don't know now. <laughs> like, I lost my voice. I'm like, After oh all my that, god, oh my god. Did, did you fall for the first trick, though, man? Like, when you saw Donkey Kong and all I, that, I knew you, what was yeah. going to happen, though. The thing is, he... Bro, Sakurai is such a genius, bro. He did what he did was he did this for the King K. Rule trailer, right? So when he did the King K. Rule trailer, what he did was uh, he had uh, the teaser form where you have Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, and they're sitting up in uh, the house, the little shed. Then they both look out the window because they feel like the rumbling and everything like yeah. that, right? And so they look outside. They see a big silhouette, and then all of a sudden you just see like Pop is King DDD, right? <laughs> and like he's just laughing and everything, and then out of nowhere you just see a big old hand just bitch smacks the bitch, <laughs> 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 and you just have like 
Freaking King K. Rose just come out of nowhere. And everybody's just like, <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> this all happened in the same E3. Well, not E3, but it's, this was all in the same um, direct that for like that Smash Bros. direct that happened after E3 okay. in like August. Mm. Right? Last year? Yeah, it was last year in August. And that same direct, they showed off Simon Belmont, Richter Belmont, Dark Samus, Crumb, and then to top it off, we got King K. Rule, bro. There are so many characters, man. How many characters? Do you know the number? Like, do you know the 75, 76, Woo. 77 now? Woo! Why doesn't, like, someone make Jump Force like mm-hmm. a Smash Brothers? Please, can someone do that? Like, an anime Smash Brothers? I don't want it to be a Smash Bros. I want they to be had, Because they actually had that kind of sort of. <gasps> no, PlayStation All-Stars thing? No, I'm not talking about that. Uh, I'm not talking show- about that. Okay. There's a Shonen, um, like, kind of like Smash Bros. But, uh, that's that's a whole Yeah, sorry I didn't mean to get you off topic. I, I, would, I would rather, if they did Shonen, they do it more like Marvel vs. Capcom or like Dragon Ball Bet. Fighters. Bet. I'll meet you halfway. Yeah. All right. Cool. I, I would rather see that kind of, like, Shonen. That would be game. dope. That would be so dope. You guys, you decide. Tell us on Twitter or Instagram. Because <laughs> the thing is, when it comes down to Jump Force and everything... Like, I don't like the arena style, man. Oh, no, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, I think Jump Force, like, and there's DLC, like, All Might's coming. It suits games uh, like Nintendo, like, uh, it suits games like Naruto. Yeah, yeah. But. And even Dragon Ball sometimes. And like, Dragon Ball to uh, a degree, but yeah. even Dragon Ball. Like, Kakarot's they learned got a lesson some, and. It's got 3D vibes. Yeah, it's got it, but I kind of feel I better they with, touched like, the Budokai kind of thing. Okay. Man. When, gotcha. when they had like the Tekken type of play yeah. style, I felt that more. Me too. I feel yeah. you on that. I feel you for sure. But I mean, back to this. Yes, um, bad. my bad. The trailer started off, we see like the villain. So like, we're just like, oh no, it's going to be another villain. Yeah. It's going to be another villain. And then you see like the last frame where you got Dragon Ball. I mean, not Dragon Ball. Damn it. Damn. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, where Dragon you got, Ball on the brain. When you got uh, Donkey Kong. And it's like him and Diddy facing off against uh, King K. Rule. Hey. And then like the screen just goes black. And then all of a sudden you just see like the same situation, the same scenario, except it's different this time because you have Diddy Kong, Donkey Kong, and uh, King K. Rule. King K. Rule is just like chilling now. You know, he's just <laughs> like, they're just like the best of friends now. Yeah. All of a sudden, man. It's like, man. I ain't seen you in so long, bro. Let's just let's just hang, bro. Like I, ain't, I don't even feel like fighting you no more, you know. Like we we had our beef; it's been settled. You've been fighting the snowmads now. I see that. I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so like you just see them; they all sleep up inside the shed, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you see this golden thing just bounce across the way. Puzzle piece. This is a puzzle piece. Puzzle piece. And then you, if you a, if you a redhead. Right now, you should be losing your freaking mind. Mm-hmm. If you if you know your stuff and you know what that was, that thing said, burr, burr. <laughs> I said, hold on, wait, what, 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 what? I'm like, oh, oh, no. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. And then, and then, like, the silhouette comes up. They 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 wake up. King K. Rule, he wakes up first. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, like, and, like, the rest of them, they wake up and they go up to the window. They be like, this. And then you just see, like, <laughs> A, a shadow again. You just see him, and all of a sudden you see the wings. And at this point, I'm just like, ah! 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 <laughs> <laughs> and so 
Bro. Um, and then you see like the wings, like I said, you see the wings, they spread out. And then all of a sudden you just see like the screen, man. And it's just, and then comes into like, it's Duck Hunt, bro. Yeah, they trolled us. It's Duck Hunt. And so I was just like, <laughs> get your ass off the screen. I know he's here. I and know he's here. He did like this, like, the, the, where he was. Uh, he, he did his little classic yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he just, you know. He sounds, man. Well, you might as well be holding up a middle finger at all. <laughs> with a dead duck in one hand. <laughs> And then, this, and then the camera pans up, man. As soon as he comes to like the middle of the screen, <laughs> and you just see like Something. a silhouette just like falling down from the sun, and then boom, right on top of like Duck Hunt, man. This man just comes out, boosh, and Duck Hunt's just like, <laughs> and then it just happens, man. Your heart just stops. It happens. He's here. Both of them, they're here. Yeah, can't have Benjo one. Benjo Kazooie, bro. You can't have one without the other, dude. Benjo Kazooie is here, bro. Like at this point, I'm just about about to cry, man, because I can't believe that I'm alive to, to actually see this, bro. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's insane, bro. It's like you ne you can never pick a better character. I would want. On this, I man. feel like a lot of people feel like they can die in peace now. Because they know Banjo is finally in the game, man. That's something and, that and I think people like, been wanting that ever since. I think this beginning. only says that they're gonna probably make another Banjo game. This says one hundred percent. Right, Banjo is confirmed. It's gotta be like, and after seeing the reaction and feeling that from the like the fans, especially if you're a Smash fan, if you're yeah. a Banjo or a sixty four fan, yeah, dude, bro. I mean, it just it it looks. Flawless, like the transition that that character fits on Nintendo screens, bro. Right. I mean, and, and with the other characters, he stands out, but it's not like so like, like some characters don't they they aren't from that that universe. They don't sometimes they don't they kind of stand out. The, Banjo just fits in. He dude. fits in one hundred percent. Yeah, he he's just there, man. And so like I could see a, a character whenever whenever it's like a game. Whenever there's a character, right? Right. From that gets established on Super Smash Bros. You know there's some other work. There's gotta be. In the background. It's not just like... We saw nothing. it with Final Fantasy... With Final Fantasy VII. Right? Oh, yeah. Think about it. Final Fantasy VII got revealed. The remake got revealed. Like, literally months before Smash Bros. debuted Cloud. And so, like, at that point, I didn't think nothing of it. Until I was like, hold up, these two are way too close to each other. Yeah, and it's the same thing. They're threaded together. They're connected. At some point, we finna get something. Yeah. At some point, we finna get something. And sure enough, here we are. Here we are. I could see now, at some point later down the line, maybe not anytime soon, mm -hmm. Final Fantasy is coming to the Switch. Oh, Seven. dude. Wow. Yeah, I mean. It's a big, I, it's a tall order now. It's a tall order because of how graphically demanding that game but is. Do they have any of the uh, the originals on the they Switch? Do. Okay. They do. They got okay. everything on the Switch. Okay, okay. All of them. <laughs> everything. All of it's them. on the Switch. They're all on the Switch, just about. Damn. All they're missing is like six and everything. What? What is happening, though, man? Let's like just talk about this real quick. 
like Nintendo is attracting everything it lost. It feels like everybody's they're coming back. back. They getting they're even getting the WiiWare shovelware, all the Wii shovelware, wow. all that. They're getting everything back. It may not be anytime soon, not with this model. Yeah. But maybe most likely, most definitely with that pro model that they're gonna drop. You know, I, you, I it's feel... gonna be Final Fantasy VII, and the pro model is gonna be about as powerful as the PS4. I bet you that's what what's happening. I bet you some games are telling Nintendo like, "Hey, we'll, we hey we have no problem coming out on the Switch," but maybe not even the we, base model PS4, like but, the slim model yeah. PS4. But they probably say like, to be honest with you guys, like we don't want to put our brand on your product if it's not going to run like it's designed and meant to be right. and, and for those reasons that's the only reasons why we can't really work together at this point yeah we could dim it down I'm I'm surprised as hell that Witcher 3 is on the Switch dude. that that right there that's going to be crazy it's on. I'm going I'm to play that man yeah um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm thinking about renting it out but it's a world. big world I know it looks different you can see the graphics are changed up it's not going to be like it's what not we're gonna, nah. you, you can't expect it to be perfect but Think about it, man. Think about it. At the end of the day, you got Witcher Three on a Switch. You got if, Witcher Three in your hands. What if you had take. a pro version of of a Switch in and they had games like Witcher Three that you bought with the regular one and they let you upgrade it? That battery would be gone mad fast, bro. I mean, like, yeah, that battery would be gone, but like, it would be totally worth it. Or like, if you bought it on one Switch and you logged in on your pro, yeah. And you have the game digitally, like in your library, but when you re-download it for that system, it's like it's a upper res and everything right. it meets like it's you know it's better. Patches can be dropped. Yeah, optimization can happen. That's the potential right here. That's, that's Nintendo the thing, is setting man. themselves See, up. There's man. there's already chips out there for that kind of thing. What? Look at these phones, man. Look at these phones. You think that the iPhone is the top of the market, man? Remember when I mentioned to you that OnePlus 7 Pro? Yeah, yeah, bro, I remember that. Yeah. That thing has 12 gigabytes of RAM in it. Bro, bro, think about this real quick, man. When we're talking about technology and we're talking about just strategy in this current generation of gaming and technology and how fast it's moving and how everything's digital and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. In a time where we bitch and whine about DLC and microtransactions, Nintendo mm -hmm. dropping... When when you see Banjo's coming to, coming to Smash, it's not for... Is, is that free? That's free, right? It's a free update, or you gotta pay for that? No, you gotta have the Fire's Pass. It's a season pass. Damn, never mind. I set up, set you up, Nintendo. I'm sorry, but that actually is worth it. No, it's totally worth How it. How much is this? When it comes down to pass? Smash Bros, it's totally worth it because when you think about it, it's five characters. You get the stages, and you get all you get five stages, five characters, and like a ton of music. So they, wow, so they, music. look, so they're supporting $5 yeah. for each one of those individually. You paying $25 compared to if you buy them individually, which is like $6, Ooh. six or $7, that count up, that add up, you paying about like a little bit more than that. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense to get them up. My bad. I didn't know how it worked, but it's, it's worth it to me. It's not DLC. That's like unfinished. You already have a complete product. You're getting right. actual cool bonuses. And on top of that, you know, it's it's for a reasonable price. Nintendo, it's, they handle DLC way better this time than they did with, last. With Wii U with and Wii stuff. U, because Wii yeah. U, they charged out the ass just for Damn, it. Damn, you can't do that, guys. 
Like and they, we, we we don't want to buy it, but we will love your product. They charge $5 just for the characters alone. Ooh. You didn't get any other music or Ooh. anything, for real. I'm surprised they didn't attach them to Amiibos or something. So, I hey. think you get, like, the character in the stage. Oh, okay. And then, like, the Me Fighter costumes and stuff like that. But you can get the whole packs for, like, 15 Okay. Be, like, $20. All right. It's probably, it's probably less than that now. I'm not talking about, like, the whole pack pack. Like, just, like, you know. Yeah. Um... Well, man, what what else? Because we we probably should wrap this up pretty soon because we're we're almost at the three hour mark. Pretty dog. soon. So, Good uh, God, I'm yeah. glad that you guys actually uh, powered through it with, with us. Yeah, this yeah. was totally a very rewarding episode for sure. Yeah, I but, mean, um, how many times do we get to just sit down and talk for almost three hours about something like E3, <laughs> about gaming? Just shit that we like, and that's just exciting news, and just we get to kind of like break it down, right? You know, I mean, I think it's a really cool time, man, and I think this is fun to just sit down and geek out about it because everybody else is doing the same thing, man. I mean, it's just yeah, we, you know, if you like gaming, which you know me and Mike do, and probably a lot of you who listen to some extent have had video games influence your life at some part of who knows growing up. Or even now as an adult, you know. Uh, either way, I mean, it's just really cool. It's like Christmas when you get all this uh, news and releases and, and, and updates. It's crazy. It's and, not even. It's not even just the release of the game, man. It's yeah. just the build up to it. The build up is the adventure. The adventure exactly. is the most valuable part of anything. True. The, uh, well said. Well the said. adventure is what keeps you going. What keeps you excited. Mm-hmm. Like the end goal. That's one thing. Yeah. But. Yeah, they want, we're all going to get these, you know, and it's some of these things you don't need to be sold on. You're, hey, take my money now. But, you know. It's I, the effort, man, and yeah. the creativity and all that. And and what we've seen from Nintendo and really all these companies is uh, most of them are really trying hard to to, to do well and, and to give the fans what they want yeah. and also to think outside the box still and, and try new things. And, and maybe they don't work out, but maybe think, they will later. You I know? think what I'm seeing more is uh i remember when we took the we did the other wonder talk episode right? yeah where i was saying like developers they're scared to take risks now yeah yeah i remember that i think it's starting to come back a little bit more it's more. starting to right yeah, i mean they, maybe it's just they really they really are willing to take these risks because they yeah. see how microtransactions and how free to play certain games and everything the mobile market all kinds of stuff is just you know yeah. I'm not going in the direction that you really want. It's a hard to go. transition for a lot it's of a people. Real hard transition yeah. for a lot of people. And I, so and I, me, I know I me and you both that. believe that it, when it comes to like younger audiences that play games, yeah. you know, it's it's kind of weird thinking they're growing up in a time where that's just the norm. Right. You know, what I'm saying us and generations before us are so used to like getting a complete product and finishing it. And, and earning everything just through hard work and effort. You and know? the fact that video games are just more now mainstream than yeah. anything. They're a big business. They're a big business. And this now. is like the big expo for all these. Co- these We are basically geeking out about commercials for our ads for, yeah. for things that you know we um, plan on buying. And they're, they're basically giving us like, all right, am I going to get this? Or am I not excited for this? Like, am I, you know, so. I have to consider the anxiety of how am I going to survive until fall. Yeah, I mean, really, <laughs> it, it does. It's kind of a tease, man. Or like until I, March 3rd. I, it, it gets you so excited, especially, like I've said multiple times in this episode, like, there's a drought somewhat, I, I believe, 
So then in that drought, I just see all these pictures of all these, all this water and right. the ocean and, and all this stuff. And, and I'm just looking at a desert. So I think to me, it's worse because I'm like, dude, I can't wait for fall. Can we just roll through the summer then? Because 2020, uh, the holiday season of 2019, everything coming up looks promising. And a lot of the things we haven't seen yet, Project Scarlet, dude, we don't know about that. We Sony didn't even, Tony, uh, I said Tony, Sony. Uh, Sony. Speaking <laughs> of Sony, we do need to jump Yeah, and that's, that, that's, yeah, let's go there. Sony didn't even show up, man. Sony and didn't show up. So real quick, before we get into that, do you think that made all these other presentations look better because Sony wasn't there? Or do you think if Sony was there, maybe knowing what they've had planned and what we know from them already, that Nintendo Microsoft's presentation wouldn't have lived up? Or do you think it still would have blown Sony out of the water? I really do think that like they, it would still be like big heads clashing with each other. True. It doesn't matter whether Sony's there or not. You know, mm-hmm. Sony being there is um, a really good thing at the same time, but... We saw what they did last year. Yeah. They did a whole bunch of unnecessary crap, right? Yeah. And they spent a whole <laughs> bunch of money on that unnecessary crap. Like the atmosphere and the presentation of the everything. Like, why would you go and rent out an entire tent just to show off one game and play the banjo for like five minutes <laughs> of my life? <laughs> gone. Well, I just is. wanted to see the little eight minutes of gameplay for The Last of Us. <laughs> Part but two. here you go, playing your banjo. Fair. Fair point. They did it twice. Because mm. not only did they do that, but they went back to the E3 convention area. Shame. And they went on to have this dude come up here and play this instrument. Now, I've looked into it a little bit. I've seen that he's like one of the last people that actually know how to play that instrument. Shame. That's cool. That's cool. But it's not cool for Nintendo. Not Nintendo, but like Sony. for E3. Sony. Sony. Like, E3 overall, we don't want to hear all that. We don't care. Nobody cares. This is not the place for it. You showing Ghost of Tsushima? Show me Ghost of Tsushima. Don't show me a field of grass with a, a weird dude coming out. With Preach. A, with a bong that he's blowing into. Preach. But anyways. Look, Sonny. Look, maybe you needed to take the, the this year off to reevaluate that. how you do your they did. They did what they needed to do this year. And, and Sony's been winning this current gen anyways. Sony's doing just fine on yeah. their own. They are doing just fine. And I can see them not even just like, you know, they could take the they could take the Nintendo route if they wanted to. Because Nintendo, they save a ton of money. Yeah. They saved a ton of money just not even having one of those press conferences. Yeah, just doing it like a digital stream. That's what people exactly. fail to realize. They weren't on a stage. This was they all like on a, 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 a freaking stream. Yeah. I mean, they probably recorded this like a week ago. And they're like, welcome, E3, blah, blah, blah. Hi, I'm Doug Bowser. Yeah, I'm Doug Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh, we see the state of plays. They're, they're coming out more and more, you know. And I can see them, maybe not now, but maybe later down in the future, being on the same caliber as like a Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Because <laughs> this is not Nintendo. They are, they're assuming that they're... they're their customer base has access to just the internet. yeah through either their own devices which are either the Nintendo the you know whatever Microsoft yeah. Sony or computer smartphones and everything else so I mean it's really easier it's like why spend all that money to show a bunch of people in a room honestly 
all this stuff maybe have booths like so people can gameplay demos and stuff like that but as far as like doing these yeah. wise, like it's a little Microsoft extra does it the best yeah they, Microsoft does do it the best when it comes to presentation they, they've gotten better at just kind of showing games you they, know yeah because you know just like everybody was doing something stupid yeah so you, you did you miss Sony being there? I know that uh, when we were taking a break while I recording, did, kind of, yeah, because you know Monday was feeling kind of empty until yeah. Square Enix came out there and showed the ass. True, but, <laughs> but like Phil Spencer, he said like he missed Sony being there because like we've mentioned in yeah. this episode, it's a competition that's kind of fun too to see how they're gonna one up each other and go, oh yeah, that's what you I got. I really huh? do think that Sony has some, some stuff up their hard seat. hitters, man. Just waiting, they could have just like if they wanted to. Drop, drop that. <laughs> hey, oh yeah. Tickle this a little bit. Play with them a little bit. Uh, y'all forgot. <laughs> put this on your tongue, but then I'm gonna take it right back off. Yeah, yeah. They could have done that. They could have had playable E3 demos for The Last of Us. They could have had that whole little section now, of the game. What have we heard about the PlayStation Five? Like we've any... heard official leaks. Uh, yeah, that it's gonna be fully backwards compatible. Battle, uh, Battleability. Come back with, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. We've been talking for three hours, bro. Forgive us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's gonna be fully uh, backwards compatible. Um, and some other stuff too. Load times are gonna be crazy. Load quick. times are gonna be crazy quick. We're gonna get 120. <laughs> Marvel Spider-Man. You think it's crazy now? Wait, next generation. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. But yeah. I think they said they was having like some uh, some specs. You know that was like pretty cool. But, but what I think you... everybody's getting in with AMD now, and and it seems like maybe they push more VR stuff. Maybe I hope they do. I want VR to be more of a let's, mainstream thing. Let's dude. have VR be Sony's main focus for dude, next generation. Can't tell me really. the Switch wouldn't be perfect for VR, dude. The Switch is already doing VR. What they need to do is they need to in- upgrade their hardware so that Let's that put a VR. Camera. No, not a camera. I mean, it'd be cool to have a camera on the Do Switch, AR. but for like, uh, for like that, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. You could have like Face Raiders come yeah. back from off of the 3DS. That'd be fun. You ever played Face Raiders? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's dope. Um, <clears throat> that would be cool, but uh, they need to do that. They need to do something with that screen. It's got to be 1080p. Yeah, it's ha- it has to be 1080p. If you, especially and as we move into this next cheap gen. Now. Technology is so cheap now, like to get that kind of yeah. caliber. So I, I I don't see why Nintendo wouldn't you know just charge like three fifty for the well, Switch let's, Pro. Let's, let's go through this blitz mode real quick. Yeah. Like to wrap things up, I'm gonna hit you up with some questions, and I want to get just like your pretty much your reaction answer, and we'll, okay. we'll go on. So, let's go. Uh, do you think that if they do announce a Nintendo Switch Pro, it will be out around the same time frame as the PS5 and the Project Scarlet system that's supposed to be out next year? More than likely. Or do you think they'll do it before or after? Possibly before because Nintendo will always come late to the party. Okay, okay. How, how did you feel about the Nintendo Switch being uh, the main focus this year for Nintendo and no more 3DS stuff? Like, Do you think Thank that God, was bro. awesome? Yeah. Look, if you're going to try and force me to buy Luigi's Mansion on a 3DS mm. ever again, like, no. That's uh, what's kind of happening here. Like they must have thought about this when they made the switch, though, right? They should have thought ahead. They should have did this way back when Metroid was. Yes. There. They should have had Metroid on the switch and be done with it. But what they did was they had it on the 3DS. That made me have to go all the way over to the GameStop, turn on my 3DS, dust it off, make sure that it's still up there. Yeah. I had to do all this other crap, man. Yeah. Never mind. 
Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I just think about it like Pokemon is usually on the handheld, but now it's going to be on the Switch. It's you got Luigi. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It, it feels like it's like fused. Right. And, and now it's like these conferences are all about one system, which we're used to getting like here's Nintendo's handheld game releases and here's Nintendo's home console. Now they're one thing. I hope to God they do another Metroid. Oh, man. Oh, aren't they working on Metroid Prime 4? There's even rumors going around that they have Metroid Fusion remake. Oh, my God. Do you know that would be so cool. how good Metroid Fusion is? I remember because that's one of the few Metroid games that I did play. Isn't that the one from Game Boy Advance? No? Yes, sir. Yes. That's Metroid 4. That's Metroid 4, bro. I'm all for it, bro. Bring it. I, I think that... And it, it put on a first-person online, just like 007 GoldenEye. Oh, my God. You think Quake vibes? Can you, can you just imagine Let's go, how Mike. scary they can make that game? Ooh. How scary you can make Metroid. Metroid, was, Metroid Fusion was my first Metroid. Yeah. Imagine me having to deal with that, and it was my first Metroid. Hey, hey, man. Bless you. <laughs> Bless that, you. Bro, that SAX, bro. Yeah. Oh, my God. That thing is creepy, man, bro. Metroid is... Uh, look, we're going to get it, dude. Think, when we look back at the Switch, bro, let's be real. Like, even though I'm not an owner yet, yeah. I've had one before. Um, the the games that they're bringing out for each of these mainstream Nintendo franchises, when you look back to the Switch, you're going to be like, damn, Super Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, Metroid Prime 4, blah, 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 and go on and on. And you'll be like, everybody got a game on the Switch. Everybody and it was something. And it was good. And they took their time with it, and they progressed the 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 franchise. They took it in a new modern direction, but still playing like respects to the past and what everybody knows and loves. And that's like the, awesome. Dude. The next biggest thing that they could possibly do at this point is either bring back another Kid Icarus, hey. which was successful. Hey, let's do it's it. got a lot of following behind it. They need to leave Sakurai alone with Smash Bros. Whoa. Okay. Honestly, I feel like after the DLC is done, yeah, then Sakurai is probably going to get a big break. Okay. And maybe he'll do like another DLC run, maybe like a year after okay. he's done. And in that year or so, he's probably been playing with like Kid Icarus some more. Mm. You know, Kirby's not really his thing anymore for real. So like that's that's mostly Nintendo. So he's most probably focused on like Kid Icarus probably. Okay. And um. It would be perfect if we got Mother Three finally because oh, yeah. this, this is the day and age where Mother Three right now. If you got Ooh. if you put more if you put Mother Three out right now on the Switch on the Switch, it will pick up clout. It will pick up clout because look at the games like Undertale. Do you think that they just are holding like these games that they could and want to make, but they're just like when if ever it, things get bad or we're just we're able to do this? I feel like what Nintendo has is they have a lot and they just sitting on. Yeah. They have like a back catalog of just nothing but games that they've been playing with, tinkering with, updating, yeah. modernizing, everything wow. that they're just sitting on just in case. Like, you know what? I'm just going to pull this I, out and this out and this out. Here you go. E3. Dude, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you right now, man. I think the next generation is going to be way better than this one and I, I think feel like Microsoft do the same thing too though. but that's what's gonna happen we're gonna get this like flood this absolute flood tidal wave of new games including new IPs it's and true. also these ones that are sequels it's gonna be like for the next generation gonna get cake or pie one of the other Ooh. you can't choose 
You, you can't have them both, but you're going to get one or the other, yeah. man, because your wallet ain't going to be able to handle exactly, both. Exactly, dude. Especially starting next year, man, when, like, the new Xbox comes out, when, yeah. if they do bring anything more to the... Cause I wish they, they would just go ahead and just reveal it to us, man. I know. That's my... If they just reveal it to us, they'll give time for people to, like, actually pre-order it and yeah. everything. That way we'll be able to be ready for when it comes right. out, this, this This end this episode of the E3 Spectacular... Going over naming our low light of this year at the A3 conference and our highlights. So, you go ahead and start off. And let, do you have something? Do you already know what's on uh, um, on your mind um, when it, it comes to that? Because I already got I already got mine. Bethesda. Uh, what's your low light? What's your low light? Is it? But I know you're about to say them. Yeah. That like the whole conference of theirs was just a letdown. It was just a total letdown. Okay. I mean, it's cool that they had like that helmet that you can wear and stuff. You know. Yeah, but but nobody what they cares about a helmet when you can get a whole cloud strike statue with a motorcycle in the deluxe edition of the box. I'm, I'm sorry, but like that's facts, yo. I'll tell you, my low light is the fact that they didn't show us a console for the next Xbox. The low light, yeah, definitely, because they didn't show us any consoles. If they would have just even showed us a glimpse and not even, like, went into so much detail about, hey, we're all about immersion here at Microsoft. Hey, at least least Sony gave us official specs. Yeah, I mean, exactly, and they weren't even there. Sony gave us something to work with here, man. You need to, like, tell Xbox. Don't tell me word of mouth. I want to hear that crap. Yeah, and and Microsoft should know better that they're like, hey, this is, you need to win back some people, and you need to start planting those seeds now instead of just bragging about things that we haven't seen yet. Like, you've been making all this shit up. The whole time I've just been going, where's my banjo? Yeah. I need my banjo. My banjo. All I got was a whole bunch of CG trailers and Keanu Reeves. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool, but it's like you're just buying time. Who are you appealing to? Who are you appealing maybe, to? Now? Maybe Microsoft shouldn't have gone to E3, dude. Honestly. Honestly, yeah. But. I mean, let's be, if we're being honest, they probably wanted to back up, but they said, well, good or bad press, at least we'll be like a, we'll get more attention because we don't have Sony to deal with. They got more attention from Nintendo fans than anything. Yeah. But the crossovers are helping, man. I mean, what is your what's your highlight of E3? The banjo. one banjo. Banjo. Fair. That's fair. Banjo. Understandable. Banjo. Final Fantasy. Avengers. Yeah, Avengers is mine. All of that. Yeah. Just all of that. And Keanu Reeves, you can put that as like fourth. That's cool that Keanu Reeves came by, but I don't care. He, <laughs> but he's still just another just, dude. He's an actor. He's just a dude. He's just a dude, bro. <laughs> Like, I, I, I mean, like, he's a cool actor. Stop this Keanu Reeves worship. Even Keanu, even Keanu knows I'm just a dude. I'm just man. a guy, man. I'm just a dude, bro. <laughs> just like, like, <laughs> I breathe <laughs> oxygen like I you. I breathe dude. oxygen just like you. <laughs> like, I'm just a dude. Nah, man. you're breathtaking, bro. <laughs> Everybody's just like, he's so adorable. He's so cute. You're so cute. Keanu. Hey, man. You heard it. Exactly, they was doing all of that <laughs> over the crowd, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're so adorable <laughs> and you're adorable <laughs> you're looking like a guy from the matrix yeah man uh, well but, my, yeah my, my highlight's the Avengers but you could probably tie that up with Band Avengers Band. Final yeah. Fantasy just yeah. like it was all good. of that yo so, was this uh, E3 better than last year 
Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Because Microsoft actually won last year's E3. Yeah. Microsoft Even when they won. were, because they were being honest. They're like, mm-hmm. yo, we suck. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But we got you. <laughs> we suck, but we got you, man. Stay with me. <laughs> and then they had Jump Force. Yeah. That, which, they that, Jump but Force. That's they it. had the best presentation, but. Um, but think about that, dude. Think about this real quick. Before we end this year's conference, right. let's reflect on 2018. There's so many games like Anthem and Jump Force that were disappointing and let down. So is there anything that you think that you saw that's going to let you down, actually, that's going to break your heart, man? Like, not to end on a sour note, but I'll, I'll even ask you, what what do you think is going to be an underdog that's actually going to catch you off guard and really surprise you? But, I think it's Damon X Machina that's going to be the underdog. Yeah, that's going to surprise you. a lot you. of people don't care for Damon X Machina, but that game... I got faith in that thing, man. Okay. Because okay. that that's the type of game I want to get myself. Next into. year we'll have to we'll have to we'll have to reflect on that see if yeah, you're right. Because that game right there looks awesome, man. It looks so awesome and I'm I'm ready for it. But the one that I think is gonna be a disappointment. Which, yeah, which one's gonna break your heart, dude? I don't know, man. I gotta say. That's Star Wars. Yeah, I I, I can see it being disappointing flat and disappointing i think it's gonna be just too they didn't show anything like crazy crazy remember in unleash when he's stopping a star destroyer like he's using the force to like prevent us show us something crazy epic man like right why are you keeping it so in tune with like the movies just like break off and have fun and be creative knock yourself out man like george lucas i know he's probably got like something he's got to say about that right he just distances himself you Um, know I don't know why. I mean, I kind of understand. He's probably burnt out. He's like, all right, get it. So I don't want to make it. Whatever, dog. I'm rich now. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Let's get off a of Skywalker Ranch. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, man. I think it was a good presentation. It was good. And if we get some more stuff from Sony, um, you know, that'd be cool too. But I'm really just, I'm excited. I like what I saw. But there are some things like I wish that we did got, or did got, did get a um, look at the console from Xbox, but you know it's right around the corner. One more year, and we'll, we'll have it before you I know it. So. They had the audacity to have that on Battletoads. Oh man! Well, rare, rare seeming like they're finding their way back home, dude. And hopefully, once they do, we get like some really cool. Like Golden Eye remaster. Hey, At least we got Grant Kirkhope back on Bay. Hey, let go. Like he's doing the remix for the songs <laughs> in Smash Bros. That's cool. So oh. that's gonna be dope, bro. Hey man. I can't wait. <clears throat> um any any last words, last thoughts before we end this uh, spectacular? Thank you for tuning into Wonder Soul. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a very, very special episode. We put a lot of love and a lot of work into it. We hope that we didn't mess up on anything. And we hope that you enjoyed this episode. But yeah, you guys, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us as we geek out about E3. And uh, we want to hear what your thoughts are. Me and Mike, we want to talk to you guys, connect. and Tell us what we miss. Yeah, tell us what we miss. Uh, tell us what your highlights and lowlights of this uh, E3 2019 was. And also... Tell us what your favorite Pokemon waifu is. Tell us that, please. We, or any waifu. Or um, any, sure. Pretty much any of E3 that had came through. Yeah, there you go. I know it's got some people that's got to be out here who's big fans of Audrey from Treehouse. Uh-oh. There you go. <laughs> Shout out, Audrey. Uh, <laughs> uh, and also tell us who uh, who you guys thought won E3. Was it uh, Microsoft? Was it it's Nintendo? Nintendo? It's Nintendo. We, we, we already had this discussion. <laughs> Was it anybody else? Everybody's saying it's Nintendo. You might as well just say it's Nintendo. 
But we want to hear back but from you guys. Yeah, yeah. Can. Let us know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, connect with Wondersoul on social media. Search Wondersoul on Twitter and Instagram. W N D R S O U L. Oh. Um, and also, if you would like to support the podcast, go ahead and share this with all your gaming buddies and friends and family and coworkers and classmates and people, strangers. Just go up to a stranger and go, you listen to podcasts? Go Have on. you ever heard of our Lord and Savior? <laughs> and just really give them a card, boring. you know, hey, see what happens. You never know. But if, uh, you know, if you guys enjoy uh, gaming news and stuff, check out the Wonder News uh, episodes that me and Mike are doing. Right. Uh, I catch those every week, hopefully. Sometimes we let things build up so we can just sit down and really get into some stuff. Um, but, yeah, just uh, share these episodes, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and we just want to say thank you again and i would like to say thank you mike for coming on and doing this year's wonder soul e3 spectacular thank you for coming on and doing this year's wonder soul e3 spectacular loop thank you man and um uh you guys have a good day good night good morning wherever and whenever you're listening to this podcast and until the next time i'm bearded buddha this is mike and uh, yeah. Make sure you show this to your auntie. Yes. Thank you.